This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Ooh, good stats. This Week in League, a manly face sponsorship black hole. Barricades constructed to prevent Jamie Lyon diving into it. Gold Coast Titans prescribe Jared Hayne a course of intravenous coffee and 40 points of speed a day to prevent him from having any other dreams. King One goes into administration following Buzz Rothfield's disappearance. And we preview all the action for round 22 of the 2016 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 233 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Welcome again to all our new listeners and welcome, especially welcome to the old listeners and an extra, extra special welcome to the members. Fuck, I tell you, there's a mission getting them all out, but I'm happy to say all bar one membership are gone. And uh, the one is because there was a... Um, Who's the poor sorry fuck that... It's a, it's a poor gentleman of, of, uh, of 3XL stature uh, because... There was a fucking lot, of, not going to lie, there was a lot of 3XLs. It's big units this year in the membership club. But um, one of them, you know, when packing, you know, you these these things hadn't been unpacked, you know, apart from, you know, when I'm pulling out ones for you and, and you yeah, know, yeah, myself and that sort of kids and stuff. Yeah. yeah, you saw the, yeah, it's, I pulled it out and there was one that had, um, it was like, you know, must have been hit something on a bench somewhere at the at the printers uh, and you know, picked up picked up some like some brown or maroon sort of paint down the front that was uh, wasn't fucking going anywhere that's limited edition yeah, well it is the limited it's a limited edition it's era, a, a era chase version. variant it is it is a chase variant and, and by by all means someone's welcome to have it however <laughs> I'm I'm not giving it <laughs> I'm not giving it out without explanation so for that reason that one has um has remained has remained here and uh, I'm getting the printers to do a reprint and so it's going to have to wait like another week or something until they pull their finger out of the hole and and do that one and I probably should have discovered it early but when you're going through that many shirts and that like there were no plans to go through all those shirts <laughs> before yeah, actually no. stuffing them into a fucking satchel so um, otherwise though the last I think what was the last shipment it was pretty it was pretty decent size about about 62 Oof. went out this week yeah, no. so uh, yeah Australia Post loving me loving me sick at the moment it's got to the stage now where I go there and I, and I just go how much today and I say like the whole fucking tray of the ute is full <laughs> and they're like okay so now now the last is like three or four times I actually go into the because <clears throat> I go to a business a business centre not a not the regular uh, post office and so now they're like okay just you, you can just back up into back the warehouse up, yeah. and we just put it straight into one of those fucking yeah, cages that they loaded in the stuff. back of the trucks. So, so yeah, it's good. It's good when, when and at least that way it reduces the handling too. So you know that you know they're not good on you for staying with Australia Post. Well, going to Australia Post because I didn't start with them. Really? Yeah. So uh, your business there. will stave off their coming demise for another little while. Yeah, probably as long as they as long as they uh, they stave off their demise long, you know, and, and just you know at least to service me with their corporate rates which are far better than, than anyone else can provide <laughs> so um look we talk about new listeners getting shout outs and i'm sure there was one this week but i for the fucking life of me couldn't find it so i apologize to you new listener who identified yourself 
Please uh, re-identify, re-identify yourself. Re-identify yourself for a, for a personal shout-out next week. <laughs> Last week, yeah, your friend Zeb got a, a shout-out. Yep. And I saw that... Um, Toto, Toto, long, long time, long time member, and yeah, been down with the show. Um, he he sent a tweet and said, "I finally got around to listening to this week, Lee. Who do you need to blow to get a personal shout out?" And he goes, hashtag, new dad does favors for favors. <laughs> well, look, Toto, we go back, mate. You and I, and so I would like to give you a personal shout out, congratulating you, sir, on the birth. Of young Rocco last what Friday or was it one before? It was when you got I think it was when you got pumped by Penrith. So it was one before. And so I'm just giving you a personal shout out for that right now. And to answer your question, who do you have to blow? Me. So <laughs> next time I see you, um, give us a duck face and <laughs> uh, and, uh, take out your teeth. Nice. No, no, mailbag. Um, Occupied Duckburg, a.k.a. Mup. So now tipping another contender for this week in league episode of the year. Hashtag likes for days. And obviously, uh, I must have liked enough of his tweets to to tickle his fancy. We'll see how many made the show, though. So there's the the formula for Mup's approval. Yeah. Like a shitload like, of tweets. Like enough tweets. Yeah, no, no, no. See, you've got to actually say them though, as well Talk on the show. Fucking favours for favours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, though... He's he's predicting one you know one of the great episodes because he's predicting you know a lot of tweets of his, but if they all didn't get used, because one of the criteria I use sometimes is if you know is that the best tweet the person did all week you know for that game and then, yep. and they may have done the best tweet for every game however, like it's not going to be like you know the one person mm. show so so I, tr- I try and I try and give uh, everyone a go or as many people as I possibly can a go. Um, Plus for every. Up tweet that's read out. Parramatta fans are going to get salty. Yeah, but I mean, it's been that year for them, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, they're buried. They're buried under a fucking mountain of Himalayan pink salt at this point. I mean, there's just no, there's no, there's no sugarcoat. There's no, there's no getting around it. Parramatta, you've <laughs> what my forward salary cap. Corey Norman on the in the criminals. The Jared Hayne, like the fuck, the list goes on and on and on. Um, so look, it's just it's just one of those years. I mean, is it the worst year that any club has ever had to endure? Oh, they well, kind of put, had. Put it this way, I think Newcastle would be extremely fucking happy with everything that's gone on at Parramatta this year. I don't know about the fans, but you know what? I think that the, the administration club, the and like the themselves. coaching staff yeah. and so on, yeah, they would be very happy. Otherwise, every single week, yep, would be stories about. How long Brown's going to be there? West Tigers ninety nine. Oh, sorry, West Magpies ninety nine. Yeah, um, you know when's Tinkler coming back? I don't think they ever said that. Does anyone have Wayne's home address? <laughs> um, yeah, they, did uh, Nathan Tinkler eat our mojo? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it'd yep. have to go close to the worst season. Giannis underscore Mateus. Local ABC on Sunday has a podcast discovery section. I nominated this week in league for boosting the C into local ABC. I don't understand what that me- what the podcast discovery section means. Is it just like a web directory thing or is it they actually like... I think he's saying that on their radio program, uh-huh. they talk about uh, podcasts. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, they're not going to talk about us. Why not? Unless to say, <laughs> don't listen. Don't listen to this because <laughs> it is far too lowbrow. <laughs> Always biased cunts. 
<laughs> Shout out to ABC reviewers. Uh, make it good, motherfucker. Or else we'll, uh, well, we'll, just, we'll just ignore you because, I mean, you're broadcasting to less people than we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like ABC for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> Isn't that funny? Taxi, like, radio, radio doing, local public radio doing yeah. podcast reviews. It's sort of like yeah. your taxi driver giving you an Uber voucher. <laughs> To a limousine or something, so, like actually, you know. So. <laughs> uh, it's like a fucking tuk-tuk driver <laughs> giving you a fucking first-class plane ticket. <laughs> I had to explain what a podcast was to a taxi driver the other day. Yeah, not everyone's on board just yet. No, I had to get a taxi. Um, was forced to. Because because the Ubers have been uh, have been threatened and legislated out of uh, well, they, they still no, exist or Ubers are, Ubers killing it. Oh, they're killing it, killing it, absolutely killing it. I can't imagine that they would be killing it to the point where the fines they're paying exceed the fares they're taking. Well, they got pr- pretty deep pockets. Um, they they do, but I mean, shit, you can't. I mean, and it's not every market that they they, they I, run into I was, these troubles. I was at a, a breakfast with a a honcho of one of the cab companies. Yep, Uber's killing it, <laughs> killing it. Um, yeah, but this this poor soul couldn't get their head around how it was like a radio show, but not on the radio, and you could listen to it any time you wanted, but you didn't have to record it. So, yeah. So he wouldn't understand Netflix or even basic Foxtel IQ Look, I'm, sort of. I'm thinking he'd struggle with a toaster. <laughs> Imagine one of those newfangled internet toasters. <laughs> <laughs> but how do I down? Do I have to download my piece of toast? Of, uh, oh, people just fucking die! Just clear the, just fucking clear the tracks, will you? <laughs> For God's sake, uh, Terry Twill oh, with some great Englishness. Nout like cracking open the new pod over in Spain, and within seconds of the mention here in the opening notes to hashtag Vengabus. Yes. Yes. And if there's one thing that English people are known for, it's blobbing in Spain by a pool. Sexy Spain for you, I'm just trying to think of the lyrics of that song. <laughs> Abitha, da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, the whole country has a crazy speech impediment. <laughs> Shunt 86. Porch Monkey's cool. Jay's taking it back. I'm not taking it back. I never had it. <laughs> Don't be your referential retard. <laughs> is that your is that your first referential retard of the of the year? No, I, I know where that's from. Okay, all right, all right. Fucking, no, I've just, just, just shit. I've just, I've just, I, I know. I, look, Jesus. I, I know you. I know you down with Kev. But Jesus. I, just, I had to check because Jesus, because fuck, Cobra Burgers, which is still one of my favourite Twitter names. Mm, no that's sensational. Just moved to Phoenix, Arizona two weeks ago. The time difference makes it difficult to watch NRL live, but thanks to you guys, it makes it feel like I haven't missed much. P.S. Hashtag Real Dad has been gone for so long as if hashtag Stepdad was the OG. Asterisk. Look, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that I was Glenn's inspiration all along. <laughs> many, many steak lunches at the Oxley. <laughs> Where he sit down and, and talk about you know how nervous he was about speaking in front of people and it was my Tony Robbins like influence 
but uh, got him to the heights of of what he was. I could never get him to let go of fucking counting crows, but you only do so much for a man. Does, exactly. You you can lead a horse to water, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't make it stop listening to shit music. <laughs> oh, I was trying to think of something to do with the parking lot there. <laughs> That is, yeah. I, I, look, I can't, I've said it like 16 times on the show. I can't go down the fucking track of how fucking bad that cover version is. Oh, makes me want to fucking die from choking on my vomit. That's how bad it is. Just in sympathy. Um, Erebus Chaos. Since this week in league didn't get elected, maybe we can all make it a religion. Hash Census 2016. Don't do that. The census is used for very important allocation of public monies, and we don't want anything fucking saying Australia is a religious place, all right? Yes. Even if, even if the religion is us. We don't have tax-free still, tax-free status, though. <laughs> That'd be nice. Maybe we could, uh, you know, oh, jeez. Look, just... now I've started to think of the possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think this through. Let me revise my stance on this issue. What, what's the official qualifications for a religion? Oh, I don't know, but, I mean, you would have to think they're fairly loose if Scientology gets a run. Yeah, that's a, sign, that's a story at best. Does Scientology get qualified? Is that do they qualify yeah. over here? Oh fuck yeah! Oh really? Yep. Okay. Fuck. If they could, if they could do it, anyone could. But then again, those yeah, maybe they make it happen with a lot of money. Um, I don't know. I don't know. If you're interested in buying all of your NRL merchandise tax free, <laughs> please email. <laughs> Yeah, we we will we'll audit you, and, and and then come to the conclusion that you should be supporting either Manly or the Panthers <laughs> for only twenty seven thousand dollars a session. We have a very um, simple method where by we get an egg beater and beat it back and forth on your nether regions, <laughs> and if it hurts, it means you have. Uh, bad rugby league spirits inside you and you need our help so we thought we like we going like electric like like a mixer or we go <laughs> one of those fucking rotary handles dirt underscore road rd underscore cowboy from albuquerque new mexico <laughs> home of that blue heisenberg shit <laughs> <laughs> even in the states you would never say jungle ball street prison or even gorilla are accepted in that order Sir, you're fucking lying to us. There's no fucking way that any of those... Or maybe... Maybe prison. Prison doesn't really have a colour on it. Although, a high, high percentage per capita. Yeah. Or isn't that like, you know, they say, oh, you know, it's like he's playing street ball. Yeah. That's just that whole... That would... And that would be, you know... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Woody Harrelson wasn't black. Sorry? Woody Harrelson wasn't black. He played basketball in the streets. He did. Beat the king in the duck. <laughs> Tater underscore chips. They beat the king in the duck, didn't they? Or, just, it wasn't <laughs> or he just dunked on them, didn't they? They didn't really say what the outcome was. That was kind of the final frame. <laughs> Tater underscore chips. Thanks for the Jason Taylor erection visuals. Ruined my day. Logs off forever. <laughs> Imagine his wife, though. He's married, right? He'd have to be. Jeez. Oh, yeah, that'd be her foreplay talk. Oh, you're dropping Robbie. We're talking about the synthesizer. You're dropping pins. Robbie. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Robbie's gone. And he hasn't been picked up by another club. 
<laughs> drop that shit drop that shit Reggie's 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 yes. poor Mrs. T and then she's got obviously she's got the flip side to that where she just you know like starts talking about like David Fong or whatever <laughs> he's too frisky he, he gets a little bit amorous one night she's like I think you should put Robbie back in your first grade team <laughs> Robert Farah is the by far the most qualified and efficient rake at the West Tigers organisation. Peko Nicolo, only thirty minutes in. The fact that this episode isn't called "Synthesising Penis Flesh" means it can only get better. Look, I, that was the first. I, as we sit here doing the show. If, if something comes up, I'll fucking get the phone and did the notepad happen. I'll just, I'll just put it in there because it's really fucking hard to remember afterward. And um, <laughs> but, um, and I did have that down, but then it got... I can't even remember what last week's was called, but it got, it got superseded by another one, mm. mainly because I thought, <laughs> that's just too much for a title. Yeah. Too many characters, I mean, not, not, not too much, mm. but yeah, it's just long. It's long, unwieldy. Uh, Scotty Eel... LOL, Fox Sports Fox Sports saying the refs don't have the minerals to blow penalty in Golden Point. And then there's an excerpt of an article here he's got here that says that, uh, why? Why do they not have the minerals to blow the whistle in extra time? Goes on to say, the cynic might suggest the NRL wants as much of extra time excitement as possible, blah, blah, blah. Look, it's true. I don't think they have, I just think they I don't think that they don't have the guts to do it. I assume that was an official rule that you, just, you can't be offside during Golden Point. Uh, I, I don't think there's a, a team yeah. on earth that hasn't been royally fucked by bullshit non penalties in extra time. Oh, I could yeah. have, Manly would have, Manly would have got to what the grand final or a game at least the game before the grand final if not for fucking Josh Reynolds <laughs> literally standing in front of the fucking attacking line. <laughs> like yeah. these, the, 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 it 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 happens. And again, in in both. In both games, a golden point of the weekend for. for of course, there was that bullshit sides. situation with Manly versus the Dogs a couple of years ago, where they fucking got penalty about four oh, years yeah, out but, over some bullshit. But even for this one, like in every golden point, you know, you talk about having three people at marker and yeah, one, it, like ridiculous shit. And when it's field goals, you know, it's generally they're coming off the goal line as well. So it's really obvious to see yeah. when they're all like on the ten meter line. <laughs> they're on the ten meter line when the guy's foot touches the ball. You're like, wow, those dudes got some fucking massive, take some mad short burst <laughs> sprints. <laughs> it's incredible. They sure go to the Olympics. It's amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, and especially especially with the games on the weekend. The amount of still shots you could produce that showed both sides doing it yeah, during every it opportunity horrible. they both had. Yep. Then, like, you know, it's fair. it wasn't like one team did something and it was, you know, the, the yeah. only, you know, no. So, look, I'm not. Well, it's not optimal, but it's. Imagine how stop start it would be if they fucking played the rules in Golden Point because it is just the worst. No, it'd have These one were, stop. There'd be oh. a penalty thirty meters out, and someone yeah. kick a penalty. Yeah, because most yeah, and most goal because oh, they're always just running it up the center. Yeah, <laughs> up to like it's, the middle third, and so it's, so it's it's not like it's going to be. It's not like it's, it's not a Thurston from not, the sideline. It's not like the angle, like the the Brayton has the field goal yeah. angle from back in the yeah. you know, in the finals, yeah. you know, where he's kicking it from like forty meters out from the sideline, or you know, like ten meters in from touch. It's just the, the absolute regulation. <laughs> Booted yep. over. Yep. Um, you don't need Paddy Richards to get it, that's sure. Um, ah, Benso. Someone has to give me the heads up on the oats in joke. Hasn't trickled through the States yet. Look, it hasn't trickled through in Australia either. I was just like... <laughs> how much more? Look, I'll tell you what. You know what? When when you when you finally get it, 
when when it actually infects your brain. Yep. You will give yourself a round of applause. You will give yourself a hearty clap. Clap, 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 <laughs> and uh, and then you'll. Uh, you'll be so embarrassed that it'll probably burn when you pee. Yeah. At Voodoo Rock. <laughs> Foreign situation is just sad. Imagine at the start of the year going <laughs> Sandow, Sandow, or even McFadden were more successful for the years. Yeah, it's um, it's a shame. What's like Tim Smith, uh, Jeff Robson, the list of people that have been more it's a cursed successful. jersey. We cursed oh. uh, cursed couple of numbers. Yeah, maybe. Well, it's just it's a cursed team, isn't it? Really, mm. the base chapo. Just wondering, lads, which current player other than Cam Smith do you lads think will be a good NRL coach? In my opinion, Cronk will be good. Why did you suggest Cam Smith straight up, though? Would Cam Smith be a good NRL coach? No, I, I read a story a little while ago about how Cam Smith was being groomed for, oh, it's his, uh, for something, yeah. So. He's being groomed for something. So, or grooming others, I don't know. He's been grooming but, referees uh, his whole career. Yeah. I'm not sure Cronk would make a good coach. The thing is, it's really hard for us to comment because if you don't know these players outside of what they're like on That's the field, true, it's really hard to, to know I, what their personality is and and you know how they communicate and that sort oh, of thing. Because TV communication is a different thing to like, yeah. You know, when de- they're when they're rolling lines off, yeah, you know. definitely. You know, I, okay, sorry, let, let me clarify that. Kronk would be a good coach, I think, uh, with a team such as the current North Queensland Cowboys, okay, where. His thing of, well, hang on, I don't understand why you haven't been practicing 10,000 field goals. Uh, or I, I don't understand why everyone didn't get to training half an hour early to run laps to warm up. In you'd a bring, team where bring back the Walker Brothers well, sandpit. Where, where there's enough there. of those, those sorts of players that'll take that and run with it. Like Thurston's yep. that sort of player himself. Yep. Um, he'd be successful. You throw him in somewhere like. You know, the Titans, where you've got your Greg Birds, who are like, uh, fuck you, you know? Yep. Um, I don't think you'd do so well. Hmm. I don't, I'm not sure who'd make a good coach. It's tough. I mean, people can, uh, you know, supply who they think. Hmm. Interesting to see what you say. I mean, because I mean, admittedly, like, when you think of names like Trent Barrett and Nathan Brown, they're not ones I automatically thought would have gone into coaching. Ricky Stewart, you know, yes. Yep. But, you know, some others that have played like in the time their careers have you know gone through and, and finished you know during the time that I've been around watching some of them are you know are surprising so things like Luke Williamson yeah. and stuff like in the lower grades like but if you, you look at Tuvi that was a fucking surprise yeah me. true you, you look at how many were um, you know fantastic players yep who failed at coaches you know Mel yep. Meninga's record I'll tell you yeah I'll tell you what Michael Ennis would be a fucking great high school coach yeah like my fucking high school coach when he was actually teaching us how much shit to get away with in the ruck <laughs> and like like facials eye gouges like yeah. Yeah, nipple cripples and just basically anything to do on the down low to make the other team throw a punch to try and to lose a player yep. like the amount of times the amount of shit that times we did that shit yeah. like we taught that shit in grade 9 <laughs> It was unbelievable. That's what actually made me fall in love with playing. Because it was like, wow, you can fuck these people. <laughs> the teacher's telling us we can do this shit. 
<laughs> and it was like there was never any, there was yeah, never yeah. any high tackles. Yeah, there was nah. never any any foul any foul play like visible like you know. Yeah. But the amount of like the Tom Radonik. It was like it was like the Melbourne it was like Melbourne Storm shit years before yeah. Bellamy. <laughs> Bellamy was still playing <laughs> this stage. Oh yeah, just putting it out there. What, what do you think the ratio of successful coaches backs to forwards are? Oh fuck! All right, seems to be backs a bit. Seem to be Gus Sheens. <sighs> I, I was just about to say cut right, but that was yeah. myself. <laughs> well, there you go. There's there's a black mark on forwards, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you think about. Oh, he's a back and a forward. But he was he was back predominantly yeah. back, and I mean even yeah. hookers even hookers are like they're barely forward. they're barely forwards anyway. Yeah. I mean, not in the modern game anyway. Um, but then you think you've got like um, okay, so Barrett is another one for the backs. Yeah, I mean, like this seems to be. Yeah. The vast majority appear to not only backs, but also almost not all, not always, but almost always like a you know playmaker kind of yeah as well. Yeah. So, but then you look at the ones who didn't really set the world on fire as players, and like you know, like your Wayne Bennett's and Bellamy's, yeah, and these guys are the fucking the ducks, the established ones that are the you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it. I think it comes down to, and you've hit the nail on the head there with your your Bennett's and your Bellamy's. Mm. They're very good leaders. Yep. And they inspire something in their players that they will follow them because it's not fucking pleasant yeah um the training that they do and the yep. the the damage that they put themselves through I think Bellamy just like literally threatens their family with death yeah I've, I've or told the asphalt story pets or the asphalt story say it again just in case for new listeners um I heard from a a guy who was uh a physio yep down there that Craig Bellamy has a friend in Melbourne who runs an asphalting company. Okay. And when you come into the storm as a new recruit, your first couple of weeks before training, you work in that asphalting company. This happens to this day. Now, okay, it's probably two years ago that, that yeah. I heard this, so I don't see why I would have stopped it. Um, and I'm assuming it's only for younger players coming in, not necessarily for... You know, players brought in from other teams that have yep. already established. Yep. Um, but Craig gets a report from this guy, which gives him a good indication of like work ethic and yeah, ability you know, they, to tough it through shit, like just ridiculously hot, oh, you know, it, uncomfortable working conditions. Yeah. You know, um, not not the most pleasant place to be. But are they are they the sort of person that that fucks off because they know that no matter what happens after two weeks they go uh, and play footy? Um, do they get in and do what's required? Do they go off to try and help other people but leave their own work undone? Yep. You know? Yeah. Uh, mm. That's really fucking... That's like... That's an old school, like... That's like a fucking 70s, 80s kind of mm. coaching yeah. situation. So. Let's say, if that's, if he's still doing that to this day, that's, that'd be fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, Sam Vashore, 13. Boys, on the talk of why you support your team. As a five-year-old, my uncle told me how good he was looked after in hospital from the Manly players back in the late 60s, early 70s. And I jumped on the ship in the early 90s. Uh, he was down there from being a bad diabetic from three. Thank fuck he was born a diabetic. Couldn't see myself supporting anyone else. There you go. This week in X Factors, Anthony Papalo on Facebook. So, uh, with Jared Haynes signing this morning, Foxtel has been X-factoring all morning. Heard it at least ten times. Yeah. Jay-sational. <laughs> 
but uh, he's off this afternoon. You know all about uh, a highway that uh, underscores uh, so much Pokemon hate from Jay. <laughs> Guess he just can't handle the X factor it brings to society. He probably also hates world peace. Jesus fucking Christ! I fucking evolved my Gyarados the other day. Fucking sensational. You know what? Caught a Gyarados in the wild as well. No. My little fella was so fucking. It, the both kids were there, and like we sat down, and fucking this guy Arados spawned, and so like I got it straight away, obviously because I'm fucking awesome. And like my four year old, she had a couple of goes, couldn't get it, so I had a couple of goes that kept busting out. So I just gave her her iPad back, and she's fucking around with it. She said, "Daddy, I got it." I'm like, "Oh, you're kidding!" So that means two of us have got it, and one one hasn't. And so he's he's reefing through the balls trying to get this fucking thing. It was way more powerful than his level was. And so I had a couple of goes, and it just kept, I kept throwing it perfectly, and it kept bounce, getting out. And it came down to the last ball, fucking got it. And he was literally, he was shaking like he was so happy. <laughs> it was amazing. Great right fucking now, moment. I feel like when a tourist asks me for directions in another language, <laughs> I was a little bit concerned that you started off a question with, uh, the sentence with, well, the other day, my old fella. Oh, and I didn't say old fella, I said my little fella. Oh, your little Which fella. is how you know I wasn't talking about a penis, because it's far from little, sir. <laughs> It's cold. It's okay. <laughs> you were in the pool. Um, look, I don't necessarily hate Pokemon Go. I just think if you're going to be doing shit on your iPhone, do it on League Live. It's far better. Now they can fucking read to you. Yeah, but there's, but, there's, know, there's, there's a time and place. League Live gets me from Thursday to Monday. No. I, and that's most of the week. Let's be fucking frank. I'm not going to Tuesday go. and Wednesday, Pokemon. I'm not going into this any fucking further <laughs> with you pokey clunes. I am not the fuckhead whisperer. <laughs> but meanwhile, you come here tonight and you fucking know all about Team Rock and you know all about Pokemon. I know, I know about Strokemon, which is the XXX version. <laughs> that's another fucking Pikachu. Or... <laughs> it's called Dickachu. <laughs> well, fuck, excuse me. <laughs> There's another one called a Sucky Dry. <laughs> so that's where my pokey experience stops. <laughs> Tremendous. Oh, that's great. <laughs> this week in Luke Dawn, um, a shorter one this week of the Challenge Cup, but the boys from Super League Pod are back again, as they always are. And thank you very much to those guys. And also throw and follow at Super League Pod is their Twitter account. And from there, you can get all the information to grab their episodes every week. And uh, yeah, good stuff about the ESL, especially if you want to get even more in-depth into the ESL. Far more than... Far more than we do. We just like, yeah, can't tackle weak comp. <laughs> Dave Tails killing it. <laughs> Fucking Dave Fafita's over there looking like a man of steel. Yeah. Sandow's MVP. Sandow's fucking Todd drilling it. Yeah. Anyway, over to those boys. Much appreciated, gents. A slightly different format to the segment this week as we bring you news from the Challenge Cup semi-finals and also run through the Super 8s format as closed season play arrives in the Northern Hemisphere for this week in Luke Dawn. The semi-final started on Friday night in Doncaster where Wigan finished with 12 points to Hull FC 16. It was a tough and intense game that was won by the FC Islanders. Fatuli Tawanoa and Mahe Fanua had an impact, while Sikamanu was one of FC's best on show as well. In the end, a mistake from the normally reliable Don Manfredi was the crucial moment in a game either side could have been the deserved winner of. 
and the second semi-final took place on Saturday afternoon over at the Lee Sports Village. Neutrals hoping for a repeat of the previous evening's close tense affair will have been disappointed though as Wire romped home to a 56 points to 12 win over the Wakefield Trinity Wildcats. Chrissy Sandow was a standout for Warrington and Thor himself would have struggled to control Ashton Sims. For the Trinola Sharks, David Fafita made 42 tackles without missing any and even managed to fit in his bi-monthly trip to the Simbin, all of which means that Yorkshire's Hull FC will face Cheshire's Warrington side in this year's Cup Final at Wembley at the back end of August. Back into the league competition, the Super 8 start this week. This is our playoff phase. The top eight from the 23 games play off to earn the top four place in a semi-final spot with a chance of earning a place at Old Trafford in October for the grand final. All the teams from the first start of the, uh, from the first phase of the competition keep their points. In the, the bottom four of the Super League, they play off against the top four from the championship. They don't keep they put their points. They all start on zero. Um, the top three from that competition will make it to next year's Super League. The fourth and fifth sides will play off in the million pound game to take the final Super League spot. Okay, general stuff. Uh, memberships, as I said, they're all going away except for one, and uh, that'll be out there as soon as I can possibly get these guys to rectify their printing error and do a reprint for me. Um, underscore O Sammy Boy on Twitter. Got to say, guys, these T-shirts are the best yet. Great quality and fit perfectly. Must be cool stepdad's great taste in garms. Yep, I decided which sweatshop we had them made in. Exactly. So, and it was one that there was the same. But incidentally, this is an interesting little fact. It was the same sweatshop where uh, our friend uh, Sam, aka Mr. Wars, where he gets his aubergine fucking pants made. news this week well fuck thank god we've moved to uh wednesdays yes on a more permanent basis this year because if we didn't there's a very good chance we would have missed one of the stories of the year massive story in jared hayne signing for the titans and the, f- the thing that made this story even bigger is the only talk about the titans was really like oh you know i guess the titans have got money they could probably afford him if it came to it. Yeah. And, but it was all like, you know, Politis has given him forwards to drive and shit while he's down in Sydney. So, so you know, it's it's, it's going to be East or it's going to be Parramatta. So he's going, you know, going back to Eels and the Eels, obviously, they've signed off on, on foreign, you know, so they're going to have cash free. They can give him something and, uh, you know, it might do me everything, but, you know, they can work. No, out of nowhere, fucking Titans. Jared, hey? Yeah, it's, um... Look, you... It makes sense when you think about it, um, and the, the key points around it I've I've heard are that that Eels didn't table him a formal offer. That's that's what he says. However, they disagree. They disagree, and they said they did table him an offer. However, it was an offer of around eight hundred a year, which works out to be far less, of course, than the at least one point two million a year. Yeah, that, the, um, that the Titans are, have offered, which is uh, even bigger than what they tried to offer DCE. Look, that's fair enough, but but if it's come back that, you know, when when did we find out that he'd left NFL? 
not that eight, long ago. Eight, nine. Yeah, not that long ago in the scheme of things. Yeah, yeah. Probably, let's, say, let's say two months. So let's say two months. Uh, then he was trying out for Fiji, mm-hmm. which was always going to be a short-term prospect. Yep. yep. That was an Olympic dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, the smart money was on coming back to rugby league. Yep. With maybe a 30% chance of ending up in, in probably European or Japanese rugby yep. union somewhere. So they've known he was coming. You understand that Parramatta's had a couple other things on their plate at the moment. Um, but for them to be going back and going, oh, look, you know, we, we reckon we can probably get somewhere close to... Yeah. ...is not putting a formal offer forward. No, and I think he's just play- he is just playing word games. Like, by using the word formal... He's just he's just throwing something he's just throwing something in there, as as like it's it's basically just to, as to spin things his way. Yeah, but okay, if if you had your house on the market, yeah, and somebody said to you, oh, yeah, it's about what we want, and we'd you know we'd probably want to give you eight hundred k. Yeah, as opposed to somebody who your real estate agent shows up and says, look, I got a deposit and I got this written offer of one point two. Yeah, but to use your to use your analogy as well though, I mean, if it was the person the person saying we'd probably probably get you eight hundred for it, if that was the person that had bought every house I'd ever sold in my entire life up to that point, and not only that, had um <laughs> had 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 paid had had paid rent on the house that I sold them while I went to America for a couple of years. I mean, there's there's like there's history and, and you know, good faith and things like that that are also built up as well that are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I mean like I I, I yeah, think look, it's I, I think I it's far better that he's gone the Titans than the Eels. Yeah. But how much good faith can the Eels possibly command at the moment? I do get what you're saying. Yeah. And and if it was a normal season, people would probably have more of a right to be dirty at him yeah but I think with also, also with him reels, releasing that releasing that thing when you know saying that, like you know if I ever play rugby league I'm only going to be in the blue and gold yeah. very well very well framed though of course because he is going to be in the blue and gold yeah. next year and the year after um, but uh, i got no problems with that I'm yeah, absolutely fine that if circumstances change people reserve the right to change their mind yep you know it's not like he they fucking gave him a kidney and saved his life yeah at the end of the day they were an employer they dragged him off the mean streets of Minnow. There's a T in there. <laughs> Not the way they say it. <laughs> um, Don't know many people from Minnow, do you? <laughs> lived in Minnow? <laughs> in Night Place. Night Place Minnow. Minnow, not even Minnow Heights. <laughs> uh, um, Minnow Heights. Yeah, but... Um, I think it's good for the Gold Coast in terms of he he's now a draw card, mm-hmm. and especially on a city that runs on tourism, he has, albeit small, an international presence. Yep. Um, so it, it's not out of the question for for some billing from the a tourist perspective. For he's reading. very easy to get third party grant. Like, I think I think any team in the competition, well, not any team, but. I think a lot, a lot more teams than you think could table him attractive offers just one. based yeah. on just based on the ease of, yeah, of getting you. third party arrangements for him. Um, you would you would expect that the Titans now it's actually all happened. You would expect that it would be they'd be fucking inundated with people wanting to get on. <laughs> you think? Yeah. But um. But yeah. So um. I'm just trying to, I'm just going through the facts of the thing there. That's just really just sucking the Titans' dick. And I mean, I'm not going to do that, but I say better them than the Eels. Definitely better than the Nice. Sorry, sorry, fans. I think, 
you know, for the sport, I think it's probably a good thing for the Gold Coast. They fucking need yeah. it because if they can get, if he brings them an extra five thousand legitimate human people, yep, to the to the games every week, and and bumps up their their bullshit figure to like you know eighteen to twenty, then that's a fucking great result. Yeah, a great result. Um, and I think, and I think he probably, I think he probably can, mm-hmm. to be honest. So. I think it's a great result for Titans. We're probably going to stop them from folding, which is great. Uh, you have to take the fold coast thing away now, I think, because uh, I, I dare say that. Yeah, and and you know, the, and the type of football they're playing this year is, is also. I mean, that's been a positive, uh, and definitely a building. Yeah. Well, let's face it; they're in they're in the eight, and and they've they've got most of the aspects of a you know a, a challenging team. It's just the way they're going about things is the is the, the good thing. That's yeah. it's like the way they're doing it. I mean, yep. they're not they're not there yet. They're not they're not nearly there, but they're they're overachieving at the moment. But the way they're going about their football and everything and, like that, and what they're probably lacking is a bit of strike. Yes, so, yes. Now, now now he's available immediately mm. for the Titans. Uh, I've since heard that perhaps that he's he's more likely looking at maybe bench. It needs yep. to be assessed for fitness, and that's probably a good idea, but. Uh, I wonder how he goes with the side this year. I wonder how I wonder how how he can tra- how quickly he can transition back and actually be He's two years out, isn't he? Yeah. But, and also out. and also to be effective and not derail the you know, whatever chemistry yeah, and things that the Titans it. have going for them at the moment. Well you'd want to get him in there because let's yep. be frank, the the Titans are on, on an upwards trajectory. Yep. They've had a dream of a season. Um but they're probably not going to be challenging for the the grand final. Yeah, although they've been they've been going well. I mean, they can't beat the teams that are above them on the on the ladder. Really, haven't been able to. And don't necessarily lose to them either. Well, no, in one case. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think that that it'd be a good opportunity over the next little while to see how he gels with the team, how he trains with the team, and and allow Henry to to really assess whether he's he's done the right thing or whether he's got himself a a Robbie Farah who's gonna want to have the ball all the time and yep. and derail everything. So. Yep, got to be better than Zilman though. Uh, got a bunch of tweets on the subject. Norton Crosses said, "I'm uh, wondering if Haynes' major third-party sponsor is Dreamworld." That's the the lowest hanging fruit. When when that was sent to me, that was probably about four hundredth yeah. Dreamworld. I, I saw about a thousand variations of uh, Haynes' dream to get a. VIP membership to see world. You get the three, three, three parks, super yeah, pass, and etc., so. etc. Et uh, Giannis underscore Mateus. Two years ago, two years ago, if you told Titans fans they would sign a plane, they would have thought it would be MH370, not JH. <laughs> Cavernous hope. I think the big point everyone is missing is that Mr. Ed, aka to desk biscuit, might be needed for Origin next year. <laughs> Look, look, he does have the teeth, but I think it's more of a Freddie Mercury sort of look than, a, than, than Mr. Ed. Come on. The, w- the way we go, Hane will end up playing six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next year. Yeah, well, so. but, you know, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be unhappy with that. I mean, The prerequisites for the New South Wales number six jersey is... to wear a one every other week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stuart Marler has fuck, there's some gold in this conference. Annesley, quote... Jared is a proven turnstile clicker. <laughs> Joining the proven turnstile liars. <laughs> we got one from Pete, whose Twitter account, I'd hate to fucking speculate how many underscores he starts with, but I would guess it's at least seven or eight. And then Pete. 
Good to see Hayne as the Titans' marquee signing, replacing Jamie Lyon, who's in the final year of his contract there. <laughs> one of Buzz Rothfield's best, that one. Uh, Occupy, Occupy Duckburg. This is all part of the conspiracy to prevent Ryan James winning his Dally M medal. Hash, three points Damn for Hayne. Straight. It's true. It's fucking mm. dead. Dead, absolutely dead and buried. Because you believe if Jared Hayne's playing, you don't fucking, don't tell me that he's not stealing yeah. a point a game. From this Wouldn't point that in. be the fairy tale? Somehow he gets three points every match. And finishes in the top and he's five in or something. For down, yeah. <laughs> they roll it into it's like they go into round like round twenty one and it's just like zero and they go or they go back to, you know, whenever it goes dark and they're like going, at this stage the top ten is this and Jared Hayne, zero. There's like three. There he comes up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he falls like, wow. And, and yeah, to the point where you can say at the end, like, wow, imagine if the season was like only three weeks longer, Jared Hayne would have won the Dalliam again. <laughs> yeah, no, never yeah. happened. Um, another story this week, in a, in a week of tremendous stories, uh, it says South Sydney have emerged as a contender for the services of Robbie Farrah in a move that could resurrect his NRL career. Farrah has again been named in the Reggies for West Tigers in the biggest indication he's played his first last first grade game for the club. However, the Rabbitohs are poised to become a legitimate option with the embattled club expected to table a two-year deal. Farrah's brother, Eddie, is South's physiotherapist, and the club is looking to bolster its stocks in the hooking position. South Sydney signed Damien Cook in the off-season, but the former Bulldog has been unable to cement a first-grade spot. The Rabbitohs are looking to shake up their roster after a disappointing season that has resulted in them losing their past eight games. That streak could well extend to nine unless they're able to defeat Premiership heavyweights the Storm in Melbourne on Saturday night. It's understood the Tigers are prepared to subsidise Farrah's wage to the tune of up to $600,000 to get him off their books, which could make him reasonable value for rival clubs. It would make him spectacular value for fucking anybody, really. I mean, if you're not paying six hundred grand, yeah. imagine having him on your books for like 100 Gs or something. <laughs> you like, it wouldn't matter if he played like a total fucking Robson. You go, if he made 60 tackles yeah. a game, that's 100 grand a year worth, fucking for sure. Yeah, that's um, it. You'd almost play him at lock for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. No, don't don't worry about Robbie. Don't need you, sir. You just tackle yourself to fucking stand. I just want origin tackling standstill. That's all I need from you. And that you've paid yourself back tenfold. <laughs> if you touch the ball in attack, I will slash your tires on your car. <laughs> I'll dock your fucking hundred grand. Yeah, don't care. Um, Still getting paid six hundred yeah. from the tigers, bitch. So yeah, um, this this story has so many great little nuggets. So, including this, the first one: the Tigers are already planning for life after Farrah by identifying Gold Coast Daniel Mortimer as one of the men to help fill the void should the New South Wales hooker depart at the end of the season. Um, um, <sighs> that is not even trolling. I I wouldn't just just because I'm not a cruel person. I wouldn't have even invented that. Yeah. That's some real shit. The other real shit that I heard today was that the talk to South had happened, and it was almost it was almost a lock of happening. Except at the eleventh hour, Jason Taylor demanded Cameron McInnes be thrown in the deal as a trade back the yeah. Tigers' way. Yeah, and the San guys going, "Well, no deals off." And so he, for all he's wanting to get Farrah off the books and all that sort of thing, I'm, I mean, Jason I'm Taylor not had sure. it. I'm not sure there has been too much experience in the fine art of negotiation while he was handing out parking tickets. No. Well, um, I mean, there is not. that's not negotiation, is it? It's just like, you know, like, you know traffic wardens are just cunts. We know that. Yeah, that's um, interesting. And and again, to me, why, why the coach is doing the negotiating. Yeah. And not somebody at the club who actually has well, there's someone experience who's, in well someone in whose position deals. description actually 
Yeah. I mean, sure, sure, coaches are on retention and, you know, and recruitment yep. committees and stuff like that, yep. but they're generally not the, the point of contact with the other club. I mean, uh, you know, that can be the point of contact with the player yep. if they're trying to woo a player yep, and, you know, definitely. on the base of the coach, but, yeah, nah. Oh, for South Sydney, they they lost an Isaac Luke. Mm-hmm. And Robbie Farrier is not an Isaac Luke. He may be a stopgap for them because you're right. You know yeah. he's he's sixty tackles a game or even you know, fifty forty tackles a game. Um, I think for him to work out at another club, he would need to be very very clear on his boundaries. Yeah. Uh, in in terms of what he can do on the football field, it it's not going to be easy. Like he's played his whole career with a certain you know, level of, of persona yep. or leadership. Yep. And and that's what I was saying last week. There's been plenty of players who have been revitalised after going to other clubs. And maybe he can't like relinquish that while he's at the Tigers because it feels it. like he's taking a demotion at his own, yeah. you know, at his, at his own business. But if he were to walk into a new place fresh, then you know, play exactly. the role he's been given. There's Different no, surrounds, fresh start. <laughs> there's no like ego, like you know, history in the in the joint for him to you know have to live up to or whatever. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, Oh, look, he has to get. He has to get the fuck out. Of the fight. I, I think the worst possible scenario for everyone involved is for Robbie Farrow to play reserve grade next year, to be at the Tigers in any capacity next yeah, year. That's yep. it. Um, I think the best the best result is probably be in England just to, just to get the fuck away from it. Yep. But which also uh, that doesn't disqualify him from New South Wales selection, but makes it awfully fucking hard for Laurie to. Yeah. It's only Queensland so, yeah, that gets that desperate I'd, to fucking pull people from overseas. Yep. Yeah. Go to England, Robbie. Like Fiji. Go to fucking England. Papua New Guinea, England. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I know, James Tamer. Fuck up. Um, I don't even have any text on this. Just the words Buzz Rothfield. (laughs) Story came out a couple of days ago that his uh, TAB account, you know, know, got some top-ups from Eddie Hayson, the same, you know, notorious fucking dirtbag, you know, ex-brothel owner, disgraced businessman, warned off race race tracks for dodgy shit and so on and so forth uh then the fact that he's he wrote a puff piece on kieran foreign yeah hasten's great mate as we found out over the past couple of months and he's also written plenty of puff pieces about hasten well. yeah yeah exactly and saying that you know the money was like you know reimbursements for nrl tickets on the you know, and, and so forth that, yeah, that, that he'd been supplied he hasn't showed up on twitter afterwards you would think the the signs the the indications from someone with nothing to hide would be hiding nothing or yeah. acting like you've got nothing to hide. And so, you know, you'd front up on Twitter, block the clowns that are fucking trolling and, you. And, uh, yeah, and I, I think that's a, just a case of he's been a, a very big fish in a relatively, you know, medium-sized pond yep. for so long. Like he, he can't even get his own story straight. Like well, the two of them can't get their story straight, it, which is really yeah. funny. I mean, he should be telling the other guy to shut the fuck up until and, or give him the line to toe. You know, like I've... I've read comments from him and, and quotes from him along the lines of I get tickets for all of my mates Yeah, I get them so I give them out to my mates I can't go to yep. X amount of games but then he comes out and says oh well it was payment for tickets yeah you know? yeah. and and if so why are you using a fucking TAB account as, as like an as a checking account <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah you know do, do you not see the guy can he not go hey here you go you know yeah. why the He's a great mate. Bank transfer. Why not just do a bank transfer? Yeah, so... Um, 
it's too too close to home. Now, yeah. it, it's, it doesn't mean that because somebody's an ex-brothel owner and because they've they've had a history of, you know, um, dealing with shady characters, that everything they do is dodgy. Yeah, not at all. However, um, to just come out and flatly deny that it could look suspicious... Yeah. And then is, disappear. Yeah, is, is stupid. So, and especially when, you know, we were talking before, people like him were involved in the voting for Dally M. Mm-hmm. It throws that whole system into suspicion because that's yeah, you're talking match fixing as well. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You know, um, there's I'm 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 sure there's more money to be won if you're in the know around Dally M. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, so I I honestly think that the rugby league world would be better off without him. Uh, I I don't honestly see what he adds. He's basically he's a big fish. He's been running. He's been running sports journalism in New South Wales and for some you know different sports you know having a very you know positive or negative influence Mm. on sports in the country um, over a while now and I mean you know I've I've had dealings with him in you know regarding other sports and not rugby league and uh, and he and I know his dealings with uh, other sporting organisations and he's you know, for better or worse, he's actually, you know, he's built himself up to a position where he's actually holds a lot of fucking power over sports in the country. Mm. So I'd love to see the back of him. I, I think anyone that that thinks themselves bigger than the game, and it's fairly obvious he does, yeah. you know, he, he sees himself as bigger than the sport of rugby league. I think that's incredibly unhealthy for the game. Um, and, and those people who go on with their personal vendettas and yeah, well, he's got his personal thing against Gus that's been going for however long. Yeah, which I, I don't even know what started that. Yeah, I'd love no. not to start that too. I mean, someone someone will know. Probably fucking took Genesis his parking was. spot or something, you know? Yeah. Um, so just didn't fucking, you know, give him the, res- the respect that he thought he, the, the he was due. Or, but, but it's another Eels-style fuck-up of not understanding that in this day and age, everything has a trace on it mm-hmm. and everything will come out. Yep. So exactly. And, silly yeah, boy. and if it's going to come out, at least have a fucking good story and have it straight on both sides. See so what, everyone's singing the same song. That would do me for not being able to troll Sharks fans anymore about not being not winning a premiership. Yep. If the year they win a premiership is the year he's punted out of journalism and can't report on it, <laughs> that'd be fucking fantastic. <laughs> This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. And uh, this week, I had a tweet from uh, Ben R 47 who's the new Manly fan, of course, so I'm from apparently he uh, migrated last week. Thanks Why to Sportsmate. a Titans fan? Jared Haynes going to the Titans? If he had left a week, you, you, you know, probably would have done it. That he, is that is that impressionable? Hey, he's just too late now, though. No, he's got, he's got to suffer. It too late? <laughs> Backflips like a motherfucker. Thanks to sports, mate. I can see all the Manly's tweets, even though I'm blocked. <laughs> <laughs> and he's um, and he's so he's a he's what I'd like to consider a, a true Manly fan because it's the true Manly fans that are blocked by that fucking mineralist git cuzzo. Um, it's Mutsy. He said, in the League Live news article on Hayne, there's a sneaky quote from Talis that I think you'll like. 
Yes, smart and, ass. And, uh, and sports mate made sure to isolate it for us. And I said, are you referring to this gem, Josh? And the quote being, Jared Haynes, that X factor that gets the job done for you. <laughs> he said, with he being Gordon Tallis, of course. So, uh, do you have any stats you would like to talk about this week? Mate, not so much any one stat. Um, but I'll tell you what is a fucking great time sink. Yeah. Is if you log on to your sports mate app, get in there and go to the section. If you swipe across the bottom uh, and go to stats, then you can look at every single player in the game. If you want to, you can even throw them up against each other one on one. Yep. And it's a great way to get in and just see a snapshot of, of key differentiators. Yep. Between players. Um, and. And some of the some of the big ones, especially if you look at uh, the team section, you can actually flick it over to look at teams. Um, you know, I I was having a, a a big worry about the dogs. You know, hang on, how are they play so high in the top eight, and how are they? This, and if you throw them against um, Brisbane, who at the beginning of the year people were were expecting to have their second grand final appearance, their team stats are very, very, very similar. But yet no one was touting the dogs as a uh, as a potential grand finalist yep. earlier in the year. So just from a, a, a numbers point of view, I find that absolutely fascinating. So, you know, the, their average completion rate, the doggies actually complete better than the Broncos do. Hmm. You know, however, per game, they have fewer complete sets. They have the same number of average tries. The doggies take more average runs and have more average run meters per game so get on there throw your team in there put them up against the heavy yep. hitters of the competition and and you start to get an idea of really where your where your team needs to to improve or where they're tracking along with the best of the best I can love it look I would find that probably depressing so I'm not going to do that <laughs> however <laughs> If you love the stats. You can put them against Newcastle if you want. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now now you're talking. <laughs> and so if you want to do that, and you have, if you haven't got the League Live app, I mean, please tell us if you haven't got the app yet, because quite frankly, you need to be publicly ridiculed and shamed for your ignorance. Um, if not, if you don't want to go through that, search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download mm. League Live today. It's amazing. Put it, like, how amazing is it? Well... We sit here every week, or our listeners tweet us about new shit that every... <laughs> yeah. Here we are, in deep, on the fucking doorstep of the finals. Mm. We've been partnered up with these guys all year, and still, this deep into the season, they're still coming up with new shit and features oh, that are fantastic. amazing. Yep. So, just tremendous. Well done, sports mate. Okay, on to the games. Friday, well, sorry, Thursday night. That's what the problem was. It was Thursday night, Friday. Sydney Roosters 32 defeated the Brisbane Broncos 16 at Allianz in front of a fucking bumper crowd of 63,000. Oh, no, that's 6,308. <laughs> hey. Wow. Sydney Roosters 32, though. Mm. Double to Copley. Mm. Mitchell Mitchell. Fingers McGee. Two dads and a Boyd coordinate with tries. SST, four or four conversions. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, fuck all conversions. And uh, not that it mattered, the Broncos, 16, had tries to Wallace Opasic and Darius Boyd. Two of three conversions to Corey Parker. Fucking revenge of Dale Copley. 
choices. Isn't it, isn't it funny? Uh, rugby league, it just tends to happen. Not every time, but it just seems to happen. What What I find funny about this one, like, he, he was all over Roberts all yep. night in every single capacity. Yep. In attack, in defence, in support play. He, he owned him. The question is, how does Robinson get that out of him every week? You know, obviously there's some motivation and and, and it was probably more from a, a good place in him saying, okay, I need to perform well, it's my old team, or this, yeah. as opposed to... That's definitely a big part of it, but there's also the part of he was up against someone who just wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, it, and hasn't true. been for... And really, like, hasn't been all year, like to the extent that you would have thought when but, that signing went through. But you still, James Roberts can still make you look very silly in defence if, if you're not on your game. Yeah, more so when he was in a Titans jersey <laughs> in 2015. <laughs> um, the, the Roosters, I think, are just, all, all they're doing is playing to potential. Like if you look across that team, they have, that. I think they will go close to having more current or former rep players than any other team yep. in the competition. Um, and and they're just starting to get now to, to where they should be. Yep. Um, Pierce looks like he's making better decisions most of the time. Yep. Uh, whereas it seemed as he was trying to do too much. You know, we didn't see a lot of him earlier in the year, but last year. Um, but they they seem to have had that attitude shift. Mm-hmm. And, and there's players that were previously just complete passengers. Yeah. Um, like if you'd have gone through that team previously, you had um, you had SKD, you had uh, Rhea Hargraves, and probably Orbison. Yep. Were the only ones putting any effort in. Um, the Broncos are look they they looked a little bit improved um, after the the Panthers made them all sit back and question what it was or, or how many generations of inbreeding had finally caught up with them. They've, they've been they've been questioning their existence for many weeks now before uh, the Panthers. It, yeah, the um and and there's been you this read, is a proper origin like this this is like one of those like origin slumps like you used to hear about from the Broncos. Um, <laughs> one of those hangovers, man. You read read different articles and you'll see ten different reasons. You know, some people are saying, oh, it's the forward pack. Some people are saying, oh, it's the halves. Either oh, in a slump, it's guess what? All of the above. Yeah, all of the above. And, and again, I think it's I think it's an effort thing um, regarding the the rest of the team around their halves as well. Yep. You know, the forwards' effort is isn't what it has been. Um, the the two halves they got, they're going to create opportunities. Yep. But the rest of the team aren't supporting properly. When when they get into space, they don't have as many options around them. Yep. So they're forced to take the only one that's there, which isn't coming off for them as often this season. So. Um, Special appearance from the Fairy Cobra for the first time in a fucking long time. Fucking walking allergy ball. And Jay, the yeah, uh, new fact about Jay, Piece of cats. Shit. What are you doing, you fucking silly cunt? Why are you even in here? What are you doing? Random. It's the first time in like <laughs> three years that she's walked in here. What are you doing? Like are you? A typhoon it's, outside, and we're about. She's looking. To she's look, actually looking. To, she's looking to jump up on my lap because it's um. Because it's so fucking freezing here. Um, the, you know, don't forget, they, they were about three fairly important players in 
yeah. in Thai Day. Um, I don't want to mas- hear master of meetings. And- I don't want to hear unavailability slash injury talk from any fucking yeah. team. Quite frankly. Oh fucking Jesus Christ! This is the first year you've had to put up with this shit. Second in a row, my friend. Oh, fuck. Anyway, just because um, it's your third in a row. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, look, I, I'm, I think that any team that that plays the Broncos for the rest of the year and doesn't send plenty of traffic at James Roberts is doing themselves a disservice. I think any team that plays Broncos for the rest of the year, at least while they're in the, their current mood, they just need to. All they need to do is just be up tempo, and have that fucking never say die. You know the type of guy who's going to dive on the loose ball yep. because the Broncos don't have that attitude at all at the moment. They're not doing that shit, and so if even just that. Just the effort side of things alone, and the hustle side of things, mm. that alone puts teams in a better position to win. Yep. Because the Broncos, while they're not having the effort thing going on, the the talent that they have over most of the teams in the competition, it's not, it's not gonna, it's it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Mister Underscore Wars, can we go a week without losing a back in game? I've started to cut my foreskin into a pleated skirt to feel something. <laughs> Manny McP twenty five. If Josh Maguire wasn't playing, does he still have to go to the meeting? Yes. No, he, he just he just has to set the chairs up at the beginning and then stand outside. Put out a a, a, a wonderful array of of Arnott's assorted yeah. <laughs> the assorted Arnott's, Arnott's collection. He opened up his Twitter too. Oh, did he? I think I'm now blocked by him. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm probably blocked. I've only ever tweeted him once, <laughs> and it wasn't after this game. I think it was after the one before. It was after Penrith. Yeah. yeah. They said he had to take the minutes. <laughs> So I'm definitely blocked for that. <laughs> the biggest tiger. The Broncos have no confidence. Centers are leaving passes. Forwards are dumping blind offloads. Halves are pushing dummies. Mm. You saw hashtag B-Klein. I'm presum- presumably that wasn't a typo. Wally Frogmore. It's a shame the bunker denied the Broncos a 16-point try to get in the game. They were clearly robbed. Yeah, there's a fair bit of rest fault on this one. Yeah, one of these games where it wasn't... <sighs> Come on. You fuckers, you smash. Come on. Cruzy06. I'm sick of meetings. I want a party. <laughs> Hash me like the party. Hash bum- bunkerific turd buffet. Oh. I can always call the episode that. That's fun. That's a fantastic <laughs> hashtag. Uh, H Dragons fan. Everyone bags Bennett for not turning Newcastle into the Broncos. But what about applause for turning the Broncos into Newcastle, though? <laughs> Here's the thing. I was talking with Sam via text. Um... As he was in a, a ladyboy spa in uh, overseas, but getting, I getting a soapy, I believe they call it. No, it's called an exploratory massage. <laughs> um, the the risk here, I think, is to the Wayne Bennett mythos, because when he had the Broncos originally, yeah, he was the super coach, the genius, the mastermind. Um, he followed that up with State of Origin, yeah. um, you know, pulled Queensland to, to some series wins. Then he went to the Dragons, didn't win it the first year. Fair enough, got to got to put a, a squad together and and they won. Well, the he got prim- the minor premiership in the, the first yeah. year and then yeah, came through actually won um, it actually, yeah. won the next year. And then Newcastle wasn't entirely his fault, given that all the shit went on with the rest of the club. Yep. But I've already heard rumblings underground that um, people are starting to say, oh, fuck, he's too old. Oh, fuck, he's this. Oh, fuck, he's that. Yeah, a little bit early for that shit. It, it is. But now, I'm not saying that he is a bad coach or he is too old. What I'm saying is the mythos takes a dent. Yeah. 
because... But even the year they won the premiership last, I mean, they, they had a slump, an origin slump, and yeah. then won, like, the last, you know... Yeah, they had a... a all bar one of their last, you know, seven games or something. They, they, players were probably a little bit more important to the team playing yeah. origin that year, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah... It's interesting though. I mean, it's good. I mean, at first it was kind of like you know you just laugh it off, like ah, oh, you know, it's a little in a speed bump. Yeah, you know, lose a couple. Lose got, a couple. Got, now it's like fuck. Okay, now you're losing to like second last place team. Yeah, get smashed by them. In fact, yeah. Uh, the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs thirteen defeat the St George Illawarra Dragons ten at A and Z crowded touch over fifteen thousand. Doggies thirteen came from tries to Josh Reynolds and Sam Cassiano. Mumbai with two or two conversions, a field goal to Josh Reynolds, and uh, Dragons 10 tries to Kurt Mann, Ewan Aiken, and one of two conversions to Gareth Widdop. And uh, this game was fucking AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody confirm for me close to the source if the dogs have replaced their Gatorade with LMP? Because they're having a very fucking Warriors like rocks and diamonds season. <laughs> yeah, it's in fact, it's the, the, only, the only thing that makes it better than the Warriors rocks and diamond season is that the dog is it's almost predictable like it's a clockwork <laughs> on, rocks and diamonds yeah off, it's just yeah. it's just a binary thing flick flick <laughs> flick <laughs> some kid is flicking the light on and off each week but oh man did they make a fucking <laughs> this game was like it was, it was just well, it, it's hard to believe that's the same team that put 40 on the Broncos and then 30 on the Tigers and that 40 on the Broncos was just this clinical like destroyer mode like irrepressible like massive forwards just the every offloads oh. ru- forwards rumbling forward mm. throwing beautiful offloads to people in space oh. and even if you remember that game yeah. the, like that was enough to overcome the fact that no one in that team can kick yeah yeah you know, it um it was a tank it was a tank rush yeah they've got no air force they just, <laughs> <laughs> they just rolled the tanks through yeah <laughs> Um, it, yeah, it, I, th- I think it started for the dogs that that loss they copped to North Queensland. That yep. they haven't really been the same team after that. Um, the the dragons looked a, they, they looked to be venturing a bit more in attack. Um, you know they, they're still just running very very simple offensive plays, uh, but they're they're exploring a little bit more and, and some of those kicks that that Widdop likes to put in when he's run, running at that, that very aggressive angle yep. um, in behind the line uh, are coming off for them. But, but yeah, it was a, a pretty lacklustre performance from both teams uh, all over. So, Less said about this, this awful fucking game, the better. Mm. And a, a good a good uh, indication of, like, it's a real base metric, but like, of just like, general game enjoyability is usually footy starts around the time like I'm putting my son in bed and so we'll sort of like you know read a story and you know, and that kind of thing and then you'll be like you know is there any, any footy on and yeah. they'll go yep there is so flick the app on and we'll be watching the game and then sometimes we're watching it like he, he always doesn't he doesn't have a massive time because it's his bedtime so he's tired so mm-hmm. after about 10 minutes he'll be just like you know tell me you know tell me everything that happens tomorrow so I'm like alright cool so he'll roll over and so I'll just, like, just stay there until he goes to sleep and um and I'll be watching the game and sometimes I'll be watching the game and then all of a sudden I'll blink and it's three and, <laughs> and then it's like ten minutes to go. Yeah. And um this this game I missed I missed from probably about fifteen minutes in until about just before it was just coming up to half time. And um, so good indication. Really good yeah. indication of I'll how tell you what, uh, though, the the dogs run home from here on in. Yep. Is a little bit of a mixed bag. Yep. 
So it's not easy. Um, but they've got they've got enough points in the bag at this stage that they you know they'll be in the eight. Yeah, um, yeah. they've got Newcastle and Souths. Newcastle yeah. next and Souths last. And those yeah, and obviously they're great opportunities Which, yeah. to improve position via for and against. And that's it. And almost guaranteed two points. But um, but then they, you know they've got Manly Broncos and Cowboys in the middle. Yeah, and they'll lose those three for sure. Mm. Need it more. Giannis underscore Mateus. Uh, St. George season has been hash refs fault, hash house douse, hash SOS. Now add hash good touch for refs and hash Reynolds is a dirty tripping cunt. Hash too many hashtags. <laughs> yep. And the, that, uh, this game, the capsule of the, of, of the worst the worst match review decision <laughs> of the week. And, and well, actually, the, the, actually, they're both the worst ones. Yeah. It was the worst too, wasn't it? Yeah. But um, like this... Fair enough, is a blanket thing. Like, do not touch the refs. But I mean, there's got there are there are situations in a game where there is 26 players on a field at any given time and two officials, and the officials just put themselves in a position where yeah. they're just in the fucking way. And here's the thing, I think it's a much different situation. Your your Cameron Smiths at a stoppage of play, trying to argue a point with the referee. Yeah grabbing them on the arm and turn them around yeah, yeah. or tapping them on the shoulder or, or putting their arm is. around putting his arm around him like you know grooming him yeah so <laughs> trying to get him into his fucking Scooby van this new fucking van <laughs> come take a ride with a promise Smith's of the with a promise machine. of the best hot chips you've ever had <laughs> according to his mate Coops <laughs> does Suzuki make a van <laughs> It's just a swift with the seats down. They'd, they'd have to. I mean, he's somebody to keep the fucking jet skis. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, absolute shit. And even on and like that, you're mate, a blocker, you know, like Patton, Eddie Ward, like f- fair enough. Yeah, that's disrespect. That's descent and disrespectful. I mean, yes, but even if they're going to do it, even yep. if they're going to go out and say, "Well, all contact with a the referee," then um, is going to be punished. Mm. Get all of them. Yeah, you know, get all of them, and it's not fucking hard. You've got a, a committee whose job title is to review the matches. Mm-hmm. Um, but Fancy if, getting paid to watch footy. Well, even if they miss it... Yep. Like, you, you Look at Twitter. They'll tell you soon enough. Fuck, so... And you know what? It's, um, Twitter, it's Twitter's fault that this... The, 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 yeah. the, the frizzle manizzle got suspended. <laughs> and this is, the, this is the reason why. Because in the heat of the moment of a game, the fans yeah. of the Bulldogs, if he gets a touch... <laughs> And it's just like the referee puts himself into position. And he's yep. almost like you know trying to like you know not barrel him yeah. over. You know that's you know like it's he doesn't want to touch him, but it's like it's almost like yeah. that or barrel him over. And what does that fucking get you? But um, well maybe that you go well yeah clearly it was an accident. And the ref put himself in position. Now we're not going to suspend you for barreling exactly. you over. Like, but then the fans on Twitter are like, oh he fucking touched the ref. Remember that time fucking someone touched the ref and he got suspended for X weeks and blah blah blah. He's got to fucking go. Oh, that was when they all went fucking American History X with <sighs> Yeah. And uh, and this, I'm not saying this is doggy fans. This is the whatever team is opposing the player's team who touches the ref yeah. at that at that given instance. And they're like, oh, he's got to fucking go. And then that's in the heat of 80 minutes. Then the game's over and done. And all of a sudden, when it's actually looking like the guy's going to get sighted, it's, oh, the fucking NRL's going crazy. It's a fucking nanny state. Blah, blah, blah. You can't. Oh, it's just bullshit. Yeah. Make up your fucking minds. Mm-hmm. It's either. Uh, Oh, I mean, still, I still think the the match review they they could easily look at the situation. And go, he's arguing the ref, and he's sort of touching the ref while he's you know, we're gonna get you know, we're gonna get him. Mm-hmm. 
this guy is clearly he's a big fucking unit. He's trying not to knock over a little dude half his size yeah. who, got, who got in his fucking path. That's it. That's, you know, why are we even talking about this? That's ridiculous. Oh, but um, Reynolds, on the other hand, habitually <coughs> throwing a leg out. Habitually. It's, it is horrible the way he does that. Sometimes he does it when he's having a good day. Sometimes he does it when he's having a fucking meltdown. Like that game against the Broncos was late last oh, year. When he, just, when he had that 10 minutes of madness. Like... In, Possessed by the fucking ghost of like fucking, you know, John Hoppawati and Les Boyd's fucking <laughs> ghostly fucking offspring. Um, but fuck, man. It's in his game. And yeah. And, and he's he, good at it too. He's accurate. The only way, the only way that your leg and arm are mm-hmm. sticking out from your body in the way that his does is if the player has cut back on you. Yep. And your leg is up because you're running. Yep. It's not that you are standing there and you try and throw it out. Yep. To You've been beaten and you're just trying to throw appendages yep. to just bring the guy down. And yeah. so I'm not, I'm not saying like he's a guy like, oh, I'm going to fucking trip this guy. He's just got an instinctual habit. He will get to you throw, any way he fucking yeah, can. Yeah, to, to yeah. throw it out. And guess what? 99.9% of the players yep. have been, you know, not doing that since like they were seven. And... <laughs> <laughs> or under seven, yeah. and, uh, and they just don't. It's just not something they do because they don't, you know. Yeah, spot on. So, yes, crazy that he keeps it like look, a player does that once and they, they get suspended. I mean, the fact that he's done it like four times. Well, yeah, it would, he, he's yeah. got you know um, two. They said two similar from two yeah. years. So, so yeah, and they're yeah. the ones he's been done on. Yeah, not, and then he's actually the, yeah, and, and so he's. So for him to be get done, I mean, it, it automatically turns into yeah. weeks and weeks. So yeah. NRL match review committee, start fucking reviewing matches. That simple. That simple. Um, dirt underscore road underscore cowboy. Rabs is so blindly racist he confused the two urban samurai. He's on hashtag Trump. Trump and Rabs in twenty twenty. Wow. The question I put to you is, who's the second? I assume he's talking about Debellend. Well, that's... Yeah, okay. So that's one. And, uh, well, he's Mitch Rain. Okay, Mitch Rain, okay. Stuck, so. I don't think it's racist, though, sir. So I think yeah. it's too, got too much of that it's fucking Heisenberg. Common knowledge that all white people look alike. Clearly. Yeah. That's it's, it's a fact. Yeah, damn straight. The base chapo. Especially when they put a man bun on them. <laughs> <laughs> the base chapo. Watching Bulldogs versus hash Dead V was like watching someone piss their pants in public and Rugby League is poorer for this game. Hash shit show. Indeed. Yeah. GT351 underscore Johns. Ugly, embarrassing, and feels like a loss. I'm in pain and feel dirty. The best part was the final siren to end it. Fuck. I'll tell you what, you know that when GT comes out and says... It doesn't have a positive thing to say yeah. about the performance or like, you know, tough, tough, tough win. Um, weren't at our best, but we toughed it out. Like, that's, that's GT normal, but no, he's... Yeah, that you're right. That is an abs- that's that's the canary he, in the coal the mine. <laughs> he's the guy that would be passing fucking kidney stones the old-fashioned way and say, "Look, tell you what, at least it's a pretty good abdominal workout. I punched over a lot, so um, you know, upside." Entertaining tinkle sound when the stone hits the fucking <laughs> porcelain. <laughs> it's like the poor man's poker machine. <laughs> Why would you have a wind chime when? You- <laughs> Matty McP25 you know your team's in trouble when Jake Marketo is a better dummy half than your actual dummy half 
Cormac underscore 78. Josh Reynolds has done more trips than Ozzy Osbourne. Ooh. Fact. Ding-ching. And uh, Wally Frogmore. The Saints are hard tryers. They try hard. They're tryhards. <laughs> Damned by your own your own supporter. Yes. Warriors 20 defeated Penrith Panthers 16. Mm. Thriller. In, in Mount Smart Stadium Miller. The crowd just over 13,000. Yes. Fusa Tour with a double. Now Marlo got a try. SJ with the crucial one though. Mm. Conversions. Fuck all really. Isaac Luke got one of two. Johnson missed with his only attempt. And... Um, Isaac Luke grabbed a penalty goal. The Panthers' 16 came from tries to Tyrone Peachy and a double to Josh Mansour. Cleary, one of three conversions and a penalty goal. If any of the cunts could kick on the field. Yeah, exactly. Different game. And Don't don't discount how fucking windy it was yeah, well, down there. One of their advantages. Um, there's a fucking dragon flapping its wings near the stadium. <laughs> Some shit, so... Um, Penrith really needed to, to win this game backing up after the Broncos. Like the performance they put in against Brisbane was mm-hmm. was the best that, that we've seen out of them in, in a long, long, long time. Um, but completing the game at seventy percent completion rate and and gifting field position to the Warriors, mm-hmm. especially when the the win the week before was built off the back of, of earning it. Yep. You know, building pressure and and really really grinding down the opposition. Uh, the the forwards really need to stand up for Penrith in a big way. Um, Trent Merrin was fantastic last week against Brisbane, led the way, uh, and and he was good again this week. But there's no one going with him. Yep. You know, and and he's a a, a forward who's a hard worker. You know, um, the, his offloads dangerous, but he's not. He's not going to be the the most damaging guy physically. Yep. He's, he's one of the, the softer runners. But you look at all these guys around the team who should be doing so much fucking more. Um, like when you 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 look at um, like Latu's in there and and trying. Yep. You know, trying to spark something. Um, but you know, Fisher Harris had nine fucking runs all game. Nine runs. Um, Baby Ivan's still fresh and, and learning a lot, you know, it's his, yep. his first couple of games in, in the NRL and, and he's he's come in with such a bang. Um but I I think he learns a lot out of this game. One thing I didn't even consider was the the impact of him going back there and, and playing the Warriors. Yeah, it's like, true. So yeah, I didn't consider it. Yeah. Look, his his formative years are in New Zealand where they've got two fucking T V channels. One of them just plays rugby. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one plays alternating Shortland once, Street once for Warriors and Hobbit movies <laughs> so to him with his exposure to rugby league yeah. he thought Manu was the fucking greatest winger in the world yeah, yeah. you know so he was overawed uh, I, I could see what he was trying to do a, a lot of the times in, in, with attacking kicks he wasn't putting them in in that red zone where you normally wanted them to be land you know mm. sort of five metres out to, to five metres the other side uh, he was going for very high kicks yeah that were landing 30 out mm-hmm. and he was looking for the Warriors to spill them. Yep. You know, and, and that's and fine. Let's, and let's, let's it's be not real. a bad game plan against Warriors. Half the time, that's a really good strategy. <laughs> um, however, when it was apparent that they, they were having a Diamonds game as opposed to a Rocks, yep. um, I, I hope that he learns from this that he, he needs to change it up a bit, that if something's yep. not working, just just try something different. Um, 
in, in terms of that, like I said, he, he's young uh, and and there's a hundred different ways that other players let him down in that yep. game. The silly errors we're getting from people who should fucking know better. Yeah. Um, you know, more than especially, if, if you're going to be playing in that pseudo-playmaker role, there's, there's certain passes that you need to be hanging on to, you need to have safer hands. Um, the, the Warriors really look like they've clicked into another gear, uh, and, and as long as they can keep this diamonds-to-rocks ratio, I think out of the... If, if you look at that that uh, gridlock down yep. the bottom of the eight, you've got the Warriors, you've got Penrith, you've got the Titans, you've got the Tigers. In terms of making it into the finals and actually worrying other teams in there, I think out of that group, the Warriors have got the best chance of, of knocking off any one of the big guns. Yeah, probably. They still um, need you. They need you a lot fucking better. But it needs to be it needs to be on their best day. Yeah. And their second best day is so far from their best day. Yeah. Um, that uh, that I, I don't think that they'll they'll really get too far. Was it the worst fucking extra time in history? Oh, fuck like just some God. there was some comical pa- passages there of like fucking was it like Sean Johnson went to go for the field goal and then he then he's like oh fuck and went across and uh, they just dropped it and, and he got Isaac picked up by Penrith. Yeah, it was supposed to. Penrith picked it up, bolted down to about the forty. Then there's a one on one strip back the other yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking hell. It, it, like, if you'd have put the Benny Hill music behind that. Yeah. It, it was perfect. It's just comical. And then the way it ended as well. I mean, like, I'm actually glad it ended in a try. Oh, but, yeah. but, I mean, those seven guys that were standing between the, the goal line and Sean Johnson at the start of that play, hang your fucking heads we, in shape. We were talking about that at the beginning of the show. Ample, so. ample opportunity to bring him down, like, several times. It And that that's it. It comes down with Penrith to the effort. Yeah. And, and some weeks the effort's there and it's fantastic, and other yeah. weeks it's not. Yep. Yeah. And that sort of thing. Even if someone had just thrown their body in his general direction to make him change into it, the guys were that close to him. So everyone could have laid a hand on him. I put that back on the coach. Yeah, you know, um, I could be just a long ass game. They're tired too, you know. Yeah, look, it it could be, but to be a concentrated where effort is what loses football games, especially when you should be on high alert that far out. You know. Just because the field goal doesn't come, I mean, yeah, it doesn't, exactly. You know, so. they can th- hoik it back to something. Isaac Luke, you know, he was sitting back there waiting for it. Yep. So, I yeah. thought he had a cracker of a game too, Isaac Luke. Yeah. Um, John seventeen Cutter steamed Wallace so, steamrolled Wallace so hard that Peter's remaining testicle split into two. So Hasha Hasha scrotum repopulated. Mm-hmm. Magpie Warrior ninety five Mansour was turning tricks all night until Cutter came in like his pimp and stripped him of all his hard work. <laughs> Hero to zero. Yeah. <laughs> Manny P twenty five can't spell Penrith without Perth. Just saying. He's got you there. Voodoo Rock. Hmm. Mm, you say. <laughs> Tune in next week for more adventures with fucking Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Voodoo Rock. You can dunk your biscuits into Penrith Tears on here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Typically. Shanta 86. Great finish by SJ, but I'd, I'd have preferred Broken Matt Hardy to ride his lawnmower onto the Mount Smart pitch and delete both teams. You know what that is, right? No. Fuck, I was going I, I knew I'd put that tweet in there and I was going to show you um, the voice that I'll fucking show you after this segment. Um, does, it, does it have to do with wrestling? Yeah, it does, but it's like, it's so much more though. Yeah, well, see, can, no, let's just skip the wrestling thing. Because my my son's mother is not my sister. <laughs> Trust me, this is it's 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 just pure comedy. 
Okay. Very little wrestling. The comedy to wrestling ratio is like is like ninety nine to one. Okay. Uh, West Tigers twenty three defeat the Parramatta Eels eight uh, in front of a crowd of just under fourteen and a half thousand at ANZ. The Tigers twenty three come tries to Nofaluma, Tedesco, and Sue. Mitchell Moses, two or three conversions and three penalty goals and a field goal as well. And the Eels, eight, came from a try to Vitaltai and a conversion to Gordon and a penalty goal to Gordon. Mm. The final score probably doesn't reflect how close this one was. It really was um, for the most part. Mm. And Which is, is probably more of a boon to the the Eels for, for the fact that they didn't have their Normans, their Forens, their Jennings, their Semis... You know, all Bo Scott they, yep. they were fairly fucking depleted on troops and still didn't have Jared Hayne and still don't have Jared Hayne mm-hmm. just in case anyone's missed that um, this whole cutting off their fucking Corey Norman despite this phase <laughs> too is so stupid like yeah your season's gone but I mean what yeah. do you, you know yeah it the the Tigers you know, pro- would probably be a little bit disappointed with their performance in this game they still came away with a win Yep. Um, and and on their side, they lost Brooks as well. But the the teams seem to be playing with a fair amount of trust in each other. Yeah. At the moment, they they're throwing passes that that you'd normally hold on and, and take to ground just because they're confident someone, someone will be will there. Be there. To grab it, yeah. Um, which, which if look if that's worth two tries a a game to you, that's a good thing. Then yeah, most definitely. Um, and and it's very very hard to defend against. Yep. But the going into the final series. You know, you, you never want to say that it, it's preferable that a, a player is injured. But if you had to take Moses or Brooks out of that team yep. at the moment, purely based on form, um, you'd sit Brooks down every single day of the week. Yep. Mitchell Moses seems seems to have really found his groove in in managing that attacking tempo yep. that the Tigers have. Um, so with with um, what's his name, Brooks out. Yep. Put yourself in Jason Taylor's shoes. What do you do about Robbie? Well, he's injured, so it's a moot point. I wonder. I wish that he didn't have that calf injury thing that that, that he's been Is playing. Is he actually injured? I don't know. Honestly, don't know. But if uh, but let's say it's a healthy healthy Robbie. What do you do if you're you're the West Tigers coach? You've you've dumped this guy to Reggie's. You've made it very clear that he doesn't fit in. Well, if I if I'm if I'm Jason Jason Taylor, I've got to think I'm a fucking Weasley cunt with no integrity. So <laughs> so you know the the you know the, took the position of working as a traffic warden, uh, which is basically like you know you know full blown AIDS fucking yeah. you know like you like the little fucking monkey yeah. in outbreak. I That's mean it. you're just a fucking parasite on earth. Like he, he stuck his um, head into the Catholic Church and said, "So is is molesting kids actually the official job description?" Yeah. No. Well, fuck you then. I'll go be a traffic warden. So, <laughs> so with that in mind, well, if you know, if it's me, my personality installed in that little weasel cunt body, I'd be like, well, you know, made a decision, stuck with it. There's no fucking, there's no road yep. back for that guy, no matter how detrimental yeah. it is to the team, because you know, finally, I've got my balls together, and it's you know, it's a matter mm. of principle now. But him, who fuck, who fucking knows? Yeah, I'd like to think that you know he's he's through the worst of it now so he may as well just continue down the path yep like he's and he's like I, I'm loath to give any credit to, to Jason Taylor mm. but I'm absolutely fucking certain that he's looked at the draw this season yep and he's gone look Robbie's well before Origin Laurie was making all the, all the noises about him being selected for Origin I can't dump him then because obviously because I look like a fucking idiot yep so I'll wait till after Origin and oh look we've got 
the eels that have had the fight knocked out of them. We've got the knights who are just fucking god-awful. How about that? And then we've got the cowboys. So my thinking would be, he's, if you're know, trying to put myself in his shoes, would be, well, fuck, we're going to beat the knights anyway, so let's yep. drop Robbie now. We'll win. Yep. People go, I'm a fucking genius because we won. Yep. Para, they're fucked too. So I'll get the free win. Let's bring Robbie back for the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, and then we'll be like, cold. we lost because Robbie's back. <laughs> not because the Cowboys are just way better than us. <laughs> they're, not, they're not defending premiers or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's because, it's because, and, and then I can, you know, show these fucking sheep out there, <laughs> aka members. <laughs> My genius. Yes. I reckon that's. I, I reckon he sold that. That's. I reckon that's the plan. I reckon he sold it like a fucking boss. Uh, but uh, then now Robbie's. Yeah, he's not playing that game because he's got the you know the calf injury in yep. quotes. I'm not sure how legitimate it was. There was certainly no mention of it or yeah. you know, strain or anything like that when he was doing his victory lap after mm. the the first game in Reggie's where he, you know had mm. his little after you know his if it after. So I don't know, but the story persists. He's uh, not selected, uh, not available selection because of this calf injury. And I sincerely doubt when you could bring in someone like, you know, Little John or someone that's like a half yeah. anyway. Or even, you know, like move move like um, Betty White there or something. He's done it in the past. I think all yeah. those options trump bringing Robbie back. And the same thing this week again, still no Addo Cart. Yeah, well, he's gone too. So I mean, yeah, he's gone. He's he's, he's he's still gone, isn't he? Well, he signed with Melbourne. Yeah, so yeah, so he's, he's um, made noises about wanting to. Yeah, he said, oh, you know, if they wanted to keep me, I'd get out of my contract. But if there's one thing I've learned about rugby league contracts, is that ironclad, and there's no chance of him getting out of it at all. True, um, but again, it it just seems fucking odd to me. Like you go and play under one of the better coaches in, yeah, in the league, you, yeah. with some of the best players in the league. Yeah, who turn average players into superstars yep before you get there you're already going oh look I really don't want to go there I'd like to stay here with the fucking Tigers how the fuck do you appear to your new coach before you've even started yeah I think so you're not really endearing yourself mm. I mean like I can understand if it's if it's the other way around like um, even like Molson back in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or like Vave, who I heard had signed with the Eels, but apparently he hasn't signed with the Eels, but he's like, he was set to sign with the Eels, but yep. then he's like, now he's like, Manly win four games in the trot, and he's like, no, I want to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking over at Parramatta now. <laughs> no, make up your mind, can't yeah. um, Ah, Benzo, this is not a ref's fault tweet. The Tigers play better and deserve to win, but the refing has been awful, right? There was some dubious decisions in there mm. but nothing game changing at all uh, Occupy Duckburg the decline isn't over this is just a dead cat bounce mm. we will see mm. the Melbourne Storm 16 defeated the North Queensland Cowboys 8 up at 1300 Teeth Stadium in front of a crowd of over 20,000 um, Storm 16 tries to Proctor Corabetti and Glasby Smith 2 or 3 conversions and the Cowboys Eight points came from a try to Winterstein and a conversion to Ethan Lowe and a penalty goal also to Lowe. So this, of course, was a Thurstonless yeah, Cowboys so. side. Uh, I, what was the verdict on him? This was this was a glorified resting, right? I heard he I heard he trained the final session with them. Yeah, um, I don't know if he passed it, but I mean, I heard he, he trained. For, I, I would assume that he must have been. If it was a finals game or a game when they needed a crucial two points, then I assume you'd that he assume would play. Yeah, um, you, look, you'd assume that Jonathan Thurston would be there, regardless. Regardless, yeah. and and if he didn't play, 
it was probably under very strict orders mm-hmm. to the, which isn't the worst decision in the world. Yeah, you know um, the the fact that they they kept Melbourne to that score, and not that Thurston um, does anything with their defence, but but his attacking prowess and his positional play in terms of where he turns the ball over and his general influence on the on the morale of the yeah. side, you would have to assume mean means that um, all, all is not lost. If he goes off, yeah. you know they're obviously not the team they are with him on there, um, and and Melbourne just get in and they did what they did. Yep. I, I think the the thing with Melbourne that everyone focuses on your, your Smiths and your Crocs. Mm-hmm. Um, I still see people calling them the Big Three. There's only two of them. Yeah, Big Three. Um, that's that's like that's 2014 talk. Yeah. So or was it even then? Twitter. They're not Big Three. Billy Slade has been he's been below below par and out of the game for yeah. a fucking long time hey yeah he's you know very very little amount of noise made about that too so um yeah the the knights uh knights the storm forward pack stood up because that north queensland cowboys forward pack is nothing to be sneezed at yep you know you've got um two state of origin reps and and arguably the the form forward in the competition in tom Lilo. yep um and and the melbourne guys stood up to them and, and matched it with them for for all of the night so I think that that's the most important thing for Melbourne going into that final series to know that if they need to get into those tough grindy situations in a in a in a hostile environment where the, yeah. the team the team in question yeah regardless of the outs have very good you know very good record yep that was the first time they lost there in yep long fucking time was it this year or it was 11 games yeah it's a long yeah. time um sexy underscore Bethany 97 Storm are just like the Terminator they cannot be reasoned with Hash Storm Robots, Hash Bellamy best coach, and that's from someone who's not a not a mm. not a Storm supporter. Canberra Raiders fifty four defeat the South Sydney Rabbitohs four at ANZ crowd of a touch over ten thousand, and uh, this one wow, the Raiders fifty four points came from tries too, a double to Whitehead, Jared Croker double to Rapana, Edric Lee, Joseph Leilua, Jack White and Blake Austin and Soliola wrap them up. Six of nine conversions for Croker and one of one from Whiten and the Rabbitohs solitary try to John Sutton. That is it. Mate, uh, I didn't see this game. I was in the bed. I caught up with it on sports, mate. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave the uh, the details to you on this one. Mate, what else? What <laughs> what can be said? The Raiders, uh, they've been talked about of like, you know, nudging themselves into the top four and uh, you know, are they a chance? Well, they emphatically... <laughs> Esconce themselves within the top four. This this Rabbitohs side on paper is not is not like a world away from a side that performed. Remember, it was even as, was at the start of this start of season when Sam first came back. They were actually like they were rolling okay. Yep, they weren't terrible, but now. And I just it makes me it makes me fear for Manly's performance. Manly Manly beat them, but. You know, made a made a, a reasonable game, a game of it in the end with you know the comeback yeah, the point. Yeah. But the Raiders just absolutely clinically destroyed them. There was across across the park. I mean, as as a scorer, when you win a game by fifty, mm. there's not a lot that can be said for the opposition, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a lot that can be said for the for for the Raiders. This is now. I mean, I didn't pick the Raiders to finish in the eight. I thought that you know it'd be like a year too early, and they'd show yep. improvement. Yep. However, they but they're f- they're there, man. Like attack wise, I mean, the, to be fair, the Rabbitohs didn't test them 
defensively mm. at all. And I still mm. have que- uh, you know some question marks over if if things get really tough. Yep. This wasn't one of those ones. This was in a post training session. Yeah, their attack is you know it's great, obviously. Um, and it's it's funny how teams have like trademarks, and like Canberra's always been like you know they've never been like considered like a brutal yeah you know, ever. That's it. But they've always been you know like flair you know attacking flair. Yep. And um, and you know then there's other teams like obviously like the dogs you know like the more like you know the dower you know yeah they're, they're you know. the gutter. I mean they did have like you know their entertainers like a long time ago, but you know in recent history mm. it's been more the other way. But yeah, I'll tell you what though the next little while is going to test that they've got you know they come up against Cronulla and then Melbourne. Yeah, that, yeah, that's really the litmus test I think. Well, it it is it is because. I mean, their draw. Have they? I'm trying to think of the team that has. Are they the team that's been the beneficiary of the softest draw, or maybe the Sharks? I don't um, know. But um, yeah. Look, uh, they've you know they've they've played Brisbane. Um, they've played the Dogs. They're beaten by Penrith. They've played the Tigers. Yeah, they haven't haven't played a, a large amount of top eight teams. This um, next two week stretch will be really good for them, though. Like to a for them to gauge where they are. Mm. But also for you know for us to look and go okay, because mm. we know obviously we know what the sh- you know the sharks have been like this year. Yeah, so the yeah the the Raiders have got some some belief, and I think they're a good example. Because um, the other thing at the beginning of the year, with some of the stock they cleaned out, mm-hmm. like there's been some stalwart Raider names for years yep. that are no longer in that team, yep. no longer running around. Yep. Um, and and I think that shows sometimes the benefit of of clearing out players that have just been there too long yeah you know um if, if success hasn't come and and blame it on okay we just we just need to add this player add this player add this player sometimes you just need to take away yeah and get a fresh start what 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 to make of ricky stewart though even raiders fans i mean if i were the type of person that go back that goes back through people's shit from a couple of months ago and retweet and retweets their old shit completely out of context yeah the pickings would be so good, yeah, on the Raiders fan base, yeah, because the amount of sack Ricky and all all the rest of it, and last year, look, these guys, these guys don't fucking come up with themselves. I mean, the time, the, the time has perhaps arrived where you go, look, Ricky Stewart's done a good fucking job with this side. He's oh. he's been building the side that he wants, yeah. And I feel like he's probably he probably feels like he's closer. There's been astute yep. mid-season buys and yep. and like discard buys, uh, like you know, for example, like your BJ Leilua mm-hmm. and so forth. Yep. And um, fuck, you know, Blake Austin was you know, a great buy. Obviously, Fantastic. obviously, I mean, I'm sure the Tigers would have loved the loved the Blake Austin. Would have made removing Robbie a lot easier if they had Blake Austin oh, going around. Jesus. Still. Um, Rumor is that um, Elijah Taylor's looking at Canberra as well. And that's weird because he's been like the catalyst for the West Tigers. Real, I mean, like yeah. the Robbie thing. You can say, I mean, he's been out for two soft games, like I said. But their their form improved mm. almost immediately with the arrival of Elijah Taylor. Mm. So it's weird that they're not fucking trying to do what they can to get him in, yeah. and, uh, you know, on a longer term basis. So he was only signed for the rest of the year, was he? Um, no, I, th- I think he's got next year as an okay. option. I was going to say it seems it would seem weird just yeah. to do like a, a partial season sort of yeah. thing. But um, Occupy Duckburg, sure the Raiders won by fifty. But imagine if they had Will Zillman back. Ash bring Will Zillman home. Ash Zillman Raiders. <laughs> of course, that tweet's so obsolete now because yes. Zillman's probably going to be. I mean, where's Zillman going to in a world in a world where Jared Hayne is at the Titans? I mean, what 
What do you do with Zillman? How many years do you have left on his five-year deal anyway? I can't remember. <laughs> he must have like three left, yeah. right? Or, just to put it out there, yeah. I actually have no idea if ET is looking at Canberra or not. Yeah. But that'll just throw out the amount of Tigers fans who tweet before they listen. But he is looking elsewhere, though. Oh, yeah. He definitely is. Yeah, yeah. definitely. On a daily Bayless. That's a wrong fucking, wrong game. What are you doing, me, putting that there? Um, sorry, fantasy underscore NRL CEO. I'm over the case of uh, Jay's hemorrhoids, but now I've got vertigo. I can't remember the feeling being this high on the ladder. <laughs> Ash bleed green. <laughs> uh, Shane and Elvis. I'd say on current form, South should refuse to play the rest of the season. Oh, wait, that is the game plan. <laughs> the Alex Craig. As a Raiders fan, I'm confused by winning and also about my growing lust for Jared Croker. Mm. Second criest man in the competition. Oh, he's the only criest man in the competition. I don't know where you're going. Uh, Jim Man Bear Pig. The plethora of photos on Twitter last week. Exactly. None of which actually illustrated the point. Of Sobby Turvo. Jim Man Bear Pig. Fuck Maguire's run these South's cunts into the fucking ground, performing like an old Thai rent boy. <laughs> Ash Hart's not in it anymore. And uh, Dean K88. South's getting beaten by 50. Guess it really is retro round. <laughs> the mighty Manly Seagulls, 36. Defeat the Newcastle Knights, 16. Brookvale, Oval. Crowd just over 11,000 in attendance. And the Seagulls, 36, came from tries to Jorge Tofua. A double to Willie Arm. Jamie Bureau, Dylan Walker, Josh Starling, Matthew Wright, also with tries. Uh, Dylan Walker, four or five conversions. And uh, Coruscant had the first two and uh, missed badly. Um, the Knights, 16, came from tries to uh, Peter Matautia. David Barner and Brendan Elliott with Hodkinson two of two conversions. Yeah, it's um oh, look again the the result on this one was was probably never in doubt. Um and and I saw a, a lot of people throwing shade on on Manly as in well, you know how how could you let Newcastle mount any sort of of comeback? Yeah, easily being thirty six uh, nil up after about forty five minutes. That's yeah, now. so um yeah yeah. In, in that situation, it's not your usual game. Um, but the, when you look at Manly next year, who are your halves next year? Well, you're not going to have Jamie Lyon there. Well, if the room, if the rumours are correct, and you know, it could be um, what's his name, Green from the Storm. Hmm. It's possibly if that if the, if he do, if he eventuates, then I would imagine that he he would be in there with Cherry Evans. Mm-hmm. However, look, I'm, I'm as long as it's not Walker, I'm happy. Yeah. I love Walker. I love him mm-hmm. as a centre. Yeah, he's not going to be a five eight. I don't, I don't give a fuck how much he personally might want to be a five eight. Um, I don't care how much Trentius wants him to be a five eight. Mm-hmm. The fact is, at some point, you've just got to come to the conclusion that that's not his position. Yeah. He's an amazing player, but guess what? Darren Lockyer couldn't play fucking prop. <laughs> Joey Johns wasn't a fullback. Yeah. At the end of the day, you play people where they're, yeah. where they're, where they're, where they're yep. best. Unless it's origin, of course, then you, you fucking put fullbacks in half. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But oh, you, you play people in their best position and obviously reap, reap the best mm. rewards. So, I don't know. I mean, like, it may be... You know, there is this situation here where we've got, like, Coruscant, who's finally playing well. Mm. And Hooker and like Parcel was dominating before he got injured. Yep. So it's like fuck. Well, what you know? What do you do there? Um, obviously, the the seven and the one are, are, are pretty much locked down at this point. Yep. So it's just it's just that five eighth position and what you do there. And I yeah, I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm very curious to see. Um, I'm, I'm sure you know. 
the result's going to be uh, genius. Judging on uh, ju- judging on uh, <laughs> on on positions <laughs> that we've had, uh, you know, sometimes this season. But yeah, that I'll worry about that's 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 future that's future Trentius's problem. No worries. Not uh, not current Trentius. He's he's just got to win enough games to uh, at least uh, have a chance at the uh, a chance at the eight. Mm. I mean, let's face it, they're only one win off. This game would have been nicer to. to it was good for and against, but they, you know, could have used a little bit more. That's your uh, that's your saving grace. What's that? When Suki Boy gets into the finals, if he loses a close game, he'll be on TV fucking sobbing like a little bitch, but everyone will just think he's running. Yeah, the problem is, out of all those pictures you put up there, there was only one where he could possibly have looked like he was, and that's and and at the same time in that picture. He was cradling what appeared to be a wrist injury. <laughs> no, it, it, look, it's not just me. It is. It is. It is just you. No. Some people have tried. It, some people have tried to get on, but it's really just kind of that. No. Look, it, you know, I've been X Factor. I've been X Factor instead of that all year, and it's just time. You know, I want to try and get oh, back no, in his good no, no, graces, no, no, no. so he doesn't fucking hit me with a bag of doorknobs. <laughs> While I'm trying to sleep <laughs> in, my, in the closet, he's locked me in. <laughs> Just Arya Stark them all. <laughs> um, no. Oh, no, no. It, it, no fuck, no, nothing could ever add X Factor, X Factor. But he legitimately looks like he is in immense pain. Yeah, that's what. Like, oh, yeah. I th- it's definitely. He's definitely no like deep emotional fucking distress. No, to me, look, it's he's, more like a grimace. Like it's actually like a physical pain grimace. Have you ever seen somebody the moment after they're told they're adopted? <laughs> They make that fucking face. No, they didn't have a mirror there. <laughs> that's ca- that's character building. <laughs> what telling people they're adopted? Yeah, start, I don't do, do my kids every business. day. <laughs> I don't know what it means. That was little. <laughs> but no, he looks like it, it, he looks like it's he's, like it's a grimace of physical pain, and the fact he needs ankle surgery, and the photos are all when he's running. <laughs> Probably, you no, know, there's someone who's diving. Two plus two, who's jumping. He doesn't dive. What are you? Has he needed ankle surgery for his whole? No, diving just score a trot. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, cool. It's fucking diving chip off your shoulder, man. It's it's, it's, it's your chip. I'm just fucking. I, I'm just just ready to fuck. I'm just ready to pull the trigger on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Arm. When did that guy turn out to be fucking such a such a uh, such the fucking goat? When he, when he <laughs> plays Santa, Newcastle, right? yeah, that's true. That's when he got his first win ever against Newcastle, yeah. like earlier in the season. But now he's like, oh, he's winning games in a row and shit, and he's. Yeah, there's a there's a point in you know presumably in the near future, yeah, probably by the, probably by the middle of next year that where where he'll reach parity with wins and losses. <laughs> and what a glorious day that'll be for it's the young man! Fantastic. Um, look, yeah, they amazing, amazing first half. The last twenty minutes weren't great. Um, bit sloppy, and from from a, a lot of players and and it's you know if if nothing else can be taken out of it, I would at least hope that. They felt like shit at the end of the end of the game for the, the sloppiness of the last twenty minutes, and just felt like it. So they walked off the field feeling almost like it was a loss. Yep. So that they could, you know, then you know reignite the hunger, you know, get themselves up for the next game. Yep. And, yep. Yep. You know, feel like they've got to atone for something and not get too comfortable. And you know, I'm happy with that. Uh, Benny two seven. Manly fans need to relax. It was the Knights, and we cruised because we were allowed to. Uh, yeah, but nah. I liked the bit at the end when a manly player tried to grab a Knights player by the top knot. So much class. I don't even remember that, but um, yeah, watching on. Oh, actually, no, I did watch this on TV. A rare occurrence where I watched the game on the TV and not the app. Oh. But um, 
I don't remember that, but I mean, I, I, I dare say that you'd get unanimous approval from this panel. There's only one man bun in grabbing, grabbing, grabbing a player by the top. Like, I mean, that, that's that's more than they deserve. Yeah. I mean, they, that's that's courtesy. That's outright. <laughs> that's outright courteous. Um, Cavernous hope. My biggest takeaway from that game: manly as shit. They let us score three times. Ah, oh, cavernous uh, hope. What a season you're having with your shit team, the worst of all time. At Tall Hayden, match report. Manly versus Newcastle. Ever seen Philadelphia? After 40 minutes, this game was the equivalent of Tom Hanks' semen. Fucking AIDS. <laughs> uh, Occupy Duckburg. Weird that Manly's opponent covered the start after the siren. <laughs> um, I know it's only been... Oh, sorry, Ben R47, the new Manly fan. I know it's only been one game, but I'm enjoying football a lot more being a Manly fan. <laughs> uh, as we all do, sir. Monday night footage. The uh, Gold Coast Titans, 18, Drew with the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks, 18, at Hope Solo Coliseum, a shade under 15,000, um, according to their turnstile to clicker. And uh, the Titans, 18, came from tries to Mead, McQueen, Don, and um, <laughs> Tyrone Roberts, three of three conversions. Perfect from the boot. It, who, who, who was not perfect from the boot? Young Ash Taylor, zero from five field goals. <laughs> the Sharks, 18, tries the Holmes bird for feeder. Maloney, two or three conversions and a penalty goal. Zero from four field goals from Maloney. Zero from one from Ben Barber. Yeah. But, um, look, the, the Titans are in for these scrappy contests, and they don't give a fuck who you are. And what had the template go again? I forgot our template. But it was like they kind of they get themselves into contests, but they just don't have enough class yeah, to you know get. You know, Gold Coast Titans went in, were competitive for most of the match, but didn't didn't have enough in them to to get the job done. And this is exactly the same. Hmm. It was a draw. Hmm. However. Opportunities were had. Five of them, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it being that. It, it, it didn't feel like it was zero from five watching it. If you had asked me how many, I would have said maybe three. See, what do they call an opportunity? Well, it's, is, it's it when an boot touch, is it when boot touches ball? I'm just trying to... Because there I'm were trying to sequentially just go through the There were three, three, or, attempts. three or four charge downs yeah. from massively offside players. Yeah. Um, then there was a one he hit the the goalpost on yep um, so you know you'd, you'd be close to that but um, the I think with the the Titans at the moment they actually had more opportunities to win this game throughout yep in terms of building pressure and having momentum in, in, in the game they had many more opportunities but they were turning the ball over at silly times so they got out of it this time against you know much much higher ranked opposition um, but Respect for the football is probably the the next thing that they need to fix. Yep. Because then they can go into these games and and really turn the screws on these teams above them in the eight. Um, the the golden point thing was was just inexperience. All that was to me from the the Titans was just give me the ball, give me the ball. I'm going to kick it. I'm going to kick it. You know they 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 had okay. They they knew they needed a point. They get down there. They get down there, and all they knew was they had to, well, okay, we'll kick a field goal and then we'll win. Yeah. There was no thought of, okay, well, how do we set up properly? Where do yeah. we position? How do we actually roll through this set yeah. to yeah. to end up kicking a field goal? Um, you know, the the Sharks, what a way for the streak to come to an end. Yep. Sort of comes to an end, but not really. Bit of an asterisk. Yep. Yeah. Puts an asterisk on the streak, though. Yep. Put the... Uh, Put the the commemorative memorabilia on ice, <laughs> just for now. <laughs> oh, you, you, look, there's a thousand 
cliches you can throw at this that oh it's good yeah. to have a loss going in so you you know happy to license the undefeated asterisk <laughs> concept to their their merchandise people <laughs> if they wish <laughs> yeah but um i'll tell you what Fafita has the potential to be the josh reynolds with size to do some real fucking damage yeah. behind it yeah he, um, he's a real like i'm a, presumably he's well presumably he learned everything from his penrith upbringing but but after that, then that's been honed by, you know, proximity to Paul Gallon over a long period of time. <laughs> but he's to, you see, was it was it Peter Sterling? He saw an article or something, and I saw the headline was some players need to, you know, need to have one put on their chin. And I'm pretty sure that he was, I didn't go into it, but I'm pretty sure there was a picture of a feeder. Right? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah um, and and the, the risk there is that come this final series. Yeah. I get the impression that there's going to be a lot of low-scoring games in these final series. I don't think too many teams are going to blow their opposition out of the water. Yeah. Um, a, a silly penalty here or there or, yep. or being March 10 for, for saying something stupid could make or break an entire season in yep. one brain snap. So yep. needs to be careful there. All right. Where are we? Um, GT351 underscore Johns. <laughs> who comments as regularly on Cronulla games as he does on Dogs games. Bad luck, Titans. Almost beat the Russian Olympic team last night. But as usual, the NRL would have gifted the Drugos a win. Norths and Crosses. So with Monday night's draw, do the Titans and Sharks supporters trade bags of dicks or is it a dick-free week? Look, I think... I, th- I think maybe the Titans fans have to eat half a bag. Hmm. Or maybe do they just get a complete... You know, they didn't lose, so... Yeah. Look, I, oh, it's not for us to say. Depends, probably for the Sharks fan base. It depends base, it? completely of the wording in your bag of dicks contract and pre-match agreement. Exactly. Mm. And I guess, you know, Cronulla fans are probably best to comment on that. Uh, Rob sold out. And, uh, not going to lie, the Titans impressed tonight. Hammers. I don't know if there's a twilly for game of the season, but give that the twilly for game of the season. You know... Close contests always get elevated to mythical status... Just by nature of the yeah. excitement by the, you know, the by the tide or close scoreline, I don't necessarily think that was the game of the season. Though. Not at all. No. Shutter eighty six. Cronulla's streak gets an asterisk, like all good streaks do. So, there we go. Rusty hard up. Titans deserve more chairs, more than chairs. Watching games, maybe fair where the Broncos can jump on a bandwagon. Ash wagons need horses. Ash Broncos like to pull. <laughs> uh, Stuart Marler. Wade Graham lied about the coin toss. The Titans lied about the crowd figure. Let's call it even. <laughs> and that Wade Graham shit, that could be one of the, like, that could almost be a turning point of the, the Titans because he got absolutely fucking punked like it was his first day in prison by Wade Graham. Like, he, he absolutely, he, yeah. They walked out there for fucking Golden Point and Wade Graham just fucking pulled his pocket out, inside of his pocket out, and said to, to, to Ryan James, fucking hold that. You're yeah. my fucking prag now. <laughs> One one thing that gets me, it, it was just fucking annoying, is that it's a professional sport, and for shit like this to go on... And everything mic'd up and everything, it's impossible. Yeah. For, cause the fact that they released the footage, you it's, know... It's just absolutely fucked. And the fact that it continued past him trying it on is yeah. hilarious, because as if the bunker couldn't have just gone, motherfucker, we got you on tape. Yeah. You but, called it that, it's not that. Okay. But, you know, again, the referee. Yeah. I'm just talking like, the, like further positions of failing stuff, because Ryan James obviously knew. Yeah. What, why didn't the referee fucking 
that was his opportunity to go, look, obviously this is all, you know, mic'd up and everything. Yeah, can, you so. tell, can you tell me with any certainty what he said when he had the call the toss? Oh, he did say, okay. Sorry, Wade. Nice try, mate. Look, and, and what Ryan James said was, was true. They should have had an additional set. And yeah. from the way they were kicking, you know. So. But also, I mean, the, the, the outcome of that was that the Sharks got possession first, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily what teams generally choose in Golden Point because you're starting from your own end. And, yeah. Oh, you know, look, yeah. I mean, obviously, when you, you know, the way this game was going, both teams were rolling fairly comfortably. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's probably a good call. Much for much. But, um, yeah. Just, look, yeah, okay. It was, it was, benefit of the doubt, it was cheeky from Wade Graham. But the NRL should really have the capacity as a professional sport to go back and, and look at that shit. Oh, I think it's great that the player tried it on. And uh, the part where it becomes not great is where, A, the opposition captain is an absolute fucking jellyfish. He should be stripped of all Dally M points up to date. <laughs> oh, to date stop for it. This, just for absolute spinelessness in, in a position of authority in his team. He's a lover, not a fighter. Secondly... The referee, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Thirdly, Bunko or whoever's overseeing things, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, there were so many, you know, points of failure. And like the fact that, that James obviously heard it, knew he was right, and didn't push the issue. Yep. He just said, okay. Yep. You know, so, bitch. <sighs> Prison bitch. Previews, Thursday night football, the St. George Illawarra Dragons take on the Brisbane Broncos down at Wynn. Same thing as I said last week. <laughs> mm. If the Dragons are ever going to beat the Broncos this is the chance. at this stage of a season, yeah. this week is the week. Yeah, look at the, the... But Andrew McCulloch's in the Broncos side, so he's going to make them all better. <laughs> they, they do get some, some returning players. Um... Thought I'd, eh? It. Brisbane have, have lost seven of nine, mm-hmm. um, and I think if the Dragons are going to win this one, they need to strike early. Like you, you look at the Dragons against the Dogs, they did enough to get themselves over the line twice yep. in the opening quarter, uh, and it was just handling over the line that let them down. Yep. And I think if they can get up to an early lead on Brisbane, that the way their heads are at the moment, St George could could realistically go on to win the game, um, but they're going to have to be at their absolute best. Broncos are diabolical at the moment. St. George are more diabolical. And the fact is that even as, as lacking in confidence and, and uh, fluency and cohesion and anything you want to say about the Broncos at the moment, and just basic effort, mm. I just don't think Dragons have got enough points under any circumstances mm. to beat them. And uh, so I know I said this, you know, this is the opportunity. I mean, the Dragons might show me something. Maybe the Broncos are so so fucking complacent yeah. and, and just so uninterested that disinterested I should say that maybe maybe they allow points to be scored but I just I don't I don't, I don't think the Dragons have got the points in them yeah. even if Broncos play terrible I still think a you know like a 16-10 win for them or something is still a more likely outcome if you look at the, Bron- the Broncos slide probably better than most teams in the competition and St George aren't really throwing anything out there that's going to trouble a slide defence Exactly. Overtly. Rush up, rush up on, um, rush up on Widdop, Slide for Benji. It's yeah. So attack nullified. 
the end. But um, if, look, if we can put a couple in behind them at that stage, then uh, then I, th- I think that's about St George's only way through. But the yep. Broncos should get it. Parramatta Eels take on the mighty Manly Sea Eagles at the Pillow Fortress Friday night football. And uh, the Eels, while well, this game was obviously a lot more attractive at the time when they probably scheduled it, mm-hmm. uh, the wheels fallen off the Eels. Yep. Um, they seem to be disinterested. However, great nuisance value to to put an end to, to Manly. Uh, and also, you know, obviously a lot of feeling between the clubs. Probably less now because two of the three imports, are, you know, major imports are gone yeah. <laughs> out of the side with only Gutho in there. Nice guy Gutho in the six. Look, it, you know, Scott's back, Jennings back. I, I'm, I'm not sure that uh, if, if it goes the way it should, then Manly need this win more than Parramatta. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be a, a case of who's got more heart, I think. Yeah, I mean, Parramatta, they went through a stage there where even when they, they didn't have the troops, they still like had just a, a lot of intent and mm. they, they fought to the end. That's dropped off a little bit. Um, I'm hoping that stage dropped off. They, they hadn't won any games out of it. No, no, but you know, I mean, they, it kept, they were it, going out there and, and busting their guts and coming very close. Yeah, but that's yep. uh, that's soul destroying. That is. Yep, yep. So uh, Matty Parcell named number twenty three. So mm-hmm. very extended bench there with Nate Miles at the end of a very extended bench as well. So um, interesting to see what they do there at this at this stage. They've got Walker in the six, which I, I do not like. I mean, despite the fact that it did it did yield bulk points against the Knights also once again everything Walker did good mm-hmm. was from like a centre sort of position yes. down the right hand side very much so like wide too wide wide centre so I'm not sure what they're going to do positioning I've seen Nathan Green's in the 11 if that fucking red headed git jams in besides he's the, whoever's defending on his right hand side mm. fucking jams in three weeks in a row now a try has been let in directly because that fucking ranger jams into the guy on his right and leaves a gaping hole on his left. Mm. Two tries against the Warriors, that fucking Bunty, what's his fuck? And a try, and, and one of the Newcastle tries uh, last week, and oh, it's so fucking frustrating because it's so obvious. Yeah. And you get up against a coach that's half decent, which is not this week, but um, you know, in weeks to come, mm-hmm. they just run everyone through there. They could run a fucking tr- yeah. semi-trailer through it. Spot on. <sighs> you think you get it? off my chest. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we should, but... Um, you know, whether we will, though, you know, when you're rocking a centre pairing of Lewis Brown and Braden Willie Arm, you always can't really, <laughs> you can't really go in 100% confident of anything happening because you just never know. <laughs> but, you know, if, if Lewis Brown fucked off and they and they put Dylan Walker in the centres and, you know, put you know, Appy in the six or something, Matty Parcell in nine, mm-hmm. happy days. Newcastle Knights take on the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs at Hunter Stadium Saturday afternoon. Doesn't matter what week it is for the doggies, they're going to win this by a billion. Yes, yeah, I think it's famous a, last words. I know being so decisive. Look, the, the dogs, the dogs can quite easily just outmuscle Newcastle mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, um, and and I think it'd be a good opportunity for them to get themselves back on track as they go into the finals. The old, the old confidence building opposed by. That's it. Cronulla Southern Sharks take on the Canberra Raiders at Reclaim Australia Stadium. Saturday afternoon, 5.30pm. Big test for the Raiders here. Big test for the Raiders. Shark- Sharkies, they had their big test. They got a short turnaround, but they had their big test on Monday night. And I think mm. win or lose that game on Monday night against the Titans, I think it was just a game that put them on notice that, like, you know... Teams will go after you. 
teams go after you, yeah, results could be close, you know, yep. they're not going to be all easy. Just based on form, I'm going to tip a Canberra upset here. Ooh. Mm. I know Canberra have Canberra have the uh, the late game fade in them, where they've let a lot of teams back in. Uh, but I've, I've seen mm. enough of that being arrested. That uh... I wonder. Mm. This is a really difficult game to pick, actually, mm-hmm. because last week, obviously, you know, there was a good test for the Sharks, but the the Raiders were completely untested. Mm. I mean, they may have been playing; they could have been playing Newcastle, or you know, any like they just yep. they're against a team that weren't there. Where that has an effect on them, Sharks at home, and Sharks have been getting decent crowds at home too. They've been building week on week, and they actually have, I guess, you know, like percentage wise, according to the capacity, I would imagine that they'd have one of the the highest, you know, attendances, mm-hmm. you know, based on yep. their you know capacity and everything of any team this season. So for that alone, the, you know, the fans getting behind them, I'd say I'd go with the home team, but you know, a genuine genuine game of the round this one. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Storm, take on the Rabbitohs, down in Melbourne. And uh, speaking of opposed training sessions. Yeah. So what's this? This could be eight in a row. The eight losses in a row? The only, eight losses way, in a row say, yeah. the only way that the Storm don't win this is mm-hmm. if Bellamy decides to rest, as he is like to do late in the season. Yeah. But half even, his team. But even so, even if he does... It depends which half he rests. Yeah, true. Because I still think that that Bellamy basic... You know, go out there, know your role, perform your role, yep. get to the end of your sets, put a good kick in, build pressure. I still, I, I think that they're robots. They can substitute robots into... Yeah, true. <laughs> he's been substituting robots in since 2000 and, what, 2010 Whenever. when the yeah. salary cap thing happened, you know? So, I just, I can't see a way for them to lose at home. No. There's no they're not tanking a game at home. No. The, the tank time's over. The tankers win, like, no, they tank that game against the Dragons and yeah. you know, things like that. The Gold Coast Titans take on the Warriors at Hope Solo Coliseum. This one will be a Warriors home game, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I was saying, I'm t- talking to the guys on Twitter today, I remember a couple of years ago I went down to a Test match, an Anzac Day match at, at, at us at CBUS um, with um, Australia versus New Zealand. And fuck me, that was a New Zealand home test. Yeah. It was unbelievable, yeah. the atmosphere and the sound created for New Zealand. So I would anticipate the same sort of uh, support. I anticipate a decent crowd for starters. Mm. Maybe maybe a crowd big enough that they might open up the ends. Jesus. Um, I don't know. I mean, it is, you know, a prime spot Sunday afternoon. Fuck, if I'm not doing anything, I might go down there too, take young fellow down. It's not often you get like a a game in Brisbane at a reasonable time because you know, often yeah. Friday night... <laughs> You know, yeah, or, Thursday, exactly. or Thursday night, exactly. and the, even the Titans had shitty ones. Like even the Manly, she was like a Monday night. So, yep. so uh, two p.m. two p.m. starts not a bad time to start down there. Um, Jesus, the Titans are making me want to tip them, but I just I, I really feel wary of this Jared Hayne thing and the effect it might have on the the continuity of the side. Yeah. He's obviously a great player, was a great rugby league player, hasn't played in two seasons. Mm. I just wonder how quickly they're going to bring him on. And what about his body? How has he changed into... Like, cause, because to become like a, a, a running back in, in, in the NFL, he, he would have had to put on... Oh, yeah. Fucking mass. And, like, yeah. what, and I would imagine that's why he looked really slow in those games in the, in the yeah. union. In the sevens, I mean, immediately sevens is very fast, and he was playing you know, Fiji inside with again, incredible he, athletes. But he's got to start coming back at some stage. Yeah, you know? I just wonder if it's um, yeah. 
And I think for the Gold Coast, the important thing here is that they get him some game time. Maybe you'll be in there as like a, uh, an edge running back rower. <laughs> Jared in the edge running back rower, who's faster than anyone else yeah. on the. He's not going to be faster than anyone else on the field, but yeah. Speak, speaking of running back rowers, I was thinking the other day about um, Luke Lewis. Yeah. Is he the oldest serving Premiership winner? Now, I don't, I don't mean in age, his personal age. How long ago he won a Premiership? He's a relic from 2003. Yeah, okay. Fuck there's who, no, there's who, no one around from 2002. Who is around from 2003 other than him? No, that's what I'm saying. Hmm. It's a very good question. Fuck, there's a question. Sports mate. Hook a brother up. Now, once he goes... Yeah. Who's next? You've got... Because once you get to 05, you've got Benji and Robbie and half the Sharks. Well, you've got 2004, you know, technically JT. Yeah, okay. Yep. So and you know bench counts. So he'd be the he'd be another one that I could think of then. Um, fuck, he might be the last time where he can see though too. Mm. It's amazing to think of the players <laughs> rotated out since then. Uh, but but the ones he's outlasted. Yeah. So mm. yeah. Well done, Luke Lewis. Yeah, definitely. Interesting question. If anyone if anyone's got Luke Lewis beat, I don't think I don't think it'd be possible to. Minicello would have come fucking close. Like Minicello would have been two. Yeah, but except, two. except that except for the fact that he, you know, obviously retired. Yep. So if he was playing, he'd be he would be the winner if if yeah. not for that fact. So same same length of time as Lewis. If Lewis would have pulled the pin at the end of yeah. this year. You know what, um, how long has Mitch Orbison been around? Not that long. Not fucking nearly that long. Not nearly that long. He wasn't like a fucking no way. Okay. No. The dude's barely fucking 13 yeah, years old, no, let alone right, yeah. 13 years since the premiership. Yeah. <laughs> um, so who's winning the Titans and the Warriors? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Run, running, running back row. Um, look, I'm, I'm going to tip the uh, the Titans. Just, again, the, the Warriors are, are up. Yep. And they're due for a rocks. Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? I'm going to go Titans. Just for the home, this is uh, yeah. home. T- I, don't, I don't even feel like they have a massive home advantage, but uh, surely there's going to be some sort of needle moving because of Kiwi crowd yeah. and Jared Hayne getting yep. the locals there. That's it. I mean, there's going that, to that, that's got to be a bump. You I don't know hope. how I don't know how big the bump's going to be. Do you reckon they get twenty? No. Nah. Do you reckon they count? They call it twenty. I reckon it'll be about 18. Yeah, right. We'll see. Uh, West Tigers take on the North Queensland Cowboys. Leichhardt Oval, Sunday afternoon game. The Cowboys have not named Jonathan Thurston, at least according to what I'm looking at, which was um, the official team list on yep. Tuesday. Obviously, there's a lot of water to run under the bridge until we get to Sunday afternoon, and uh, things can change. And, yep. uh, you know, they've got until 3 o'clock on Sunday to make up their mind. I would... You'd almost expect Thurston to play, right? If yeah. he was as close as they say he was last week, um, you know. Again, if if you're if you're coaching the Cowboys, you know which end of the season you need to have Thurston in the team. Mm-hmm. Are you taking any chances with him? You you know you you at this stage, you'll have probably conceded that you're not going to be challenging for the minor premiership. Yeah, I guess. Um, and. And and it's probably the priority to have Thurston fit and healthy, mm-hmm. rather than rather than someone to to line up 
and face the Tigers. So, um, look, just based on the defence they threw up against the, the Storm, I think if they can put that in against Wests, then uh, then then they're just a, a more polished team and can get over Points the top. Points will them. be easier to come by for the Cowboys against the the Tigers' defence. Yeah. That needs to come across the you know the Storm. regimented robot defence of the Storms for sure, the Storms. <laughs> um, but uh, look, if, if Thurston plays, shut the gate. So yeah, and so here on the official team list uh, from Tuesday, Jack Littlejohn has been named. Whether that turns out to be the case, I don't know. And and Cheekham has been uh, listed there in in eighteen, so I'm not sure is if there's a cloud over someone or yeah. No, I, I, I don't played. know who's. Who's is more current? But I've got uh, I got Thompson in seven, Morgan in six. Yep, that was the official one, their, uh, their first released one. Yeah, okay. And it was obviously Sunday game. These things can change. They're all yep. in flux until an hour before the game. So that's it. Look, I think the Cowboys. But uh, and then with and if Thurston does play, then you know very comfortable in the Cowboys getting a win. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if I mean if the, otherwise if the West Tigers are to win the game, then you know fucking good luck to them. Mm. Uh, it's a good test. Look, put it this way: you know, at least one of the teams in that logjam are going to lose this weekend because the Titans and the Warriors play each other. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I mean, and, and I wonder how that that one point for the Titans is going to if it's going to prove to be a a benefit or a or a curse, or a curse when it comes down to the end of it. Interesting. Penrith Panthers take on the Sydney Roosters at the Muddy Puddle Monday Night Footbitch. Oh, Two thousand and three well, rematch. Yep, yep, mm. and uh, well, the Roosters finally showed a bit of form. They'll be flying high, confidence-wise, after being, you know, admittedly the Broncos on a bit of a slide, but it's mm. the Broncos, right? Mm. And you know, last year's grand finalists, all that sort of thing can really help a team that hasn't had a lot of luck go their yeah. way I, in this season. I, if if we go out there and display the attitude that we did against the Warriors and, and some other teams, then the Roosters are going to embarrass us. Yep, and that could really go close to ending the season mm-hmm. um, then and there yep uh, I, I just sincerely hope that um, some of the forwards have taken a good long hard look in the mirror yep and uh, and taken their their dose of vitamin C yep. before the game so Monday night though you know anything can happen this is a genuine game where like I can see I could see both both results because both both teams have had amazing performances mm. in the last you know three weeks both teams have had <laughs> Bad, bad, bad performances in the last three. So, man, I don't know. Losing what losing my golden points not the you know not the most terrible thing away from home. Yeah, that's it. Uh, It's just the Monday night she time slot. Generally, the the side you think is not going to win is the side that wins. And so, with that in mind, and tip the roosters, you fuck. Yeah. (laughs) How was this a hard decision? Well, for you maybe. Yeah. But look, I, I, Penrith need it more, and so for your sake, I would hope. Yeah, and that, and that's, that's for what my I'm sake. I would hope you lose, but for your sake, yeah. I would hope that the team recognises what's at stake, yep. and how every win is like gold at this stage, and especially one against a team far below them on the ladder that they theoretically should be able to dispatch because they got bigger fish to fry. There's no fucking Griffin ball, and they actually understand what they're playing for.
That is full time for episode 233. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow us, TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Make sure you hit the like button and be sure to share the post and all that sort of stuff. Uh, see the names of people who are always sharing our shit, so that's amazing. And I'll actually remember to put it up on Facebook this week because busy fucking last week. iTunes, we have a review from someone named Mongface. And uh, they're a random rugby league for the win. Five stars. These two Derricks are gold. Great to hear someone not be PC and just call it how it is. If only Robert R- Robbie Farrow wasn't such a grog. <laughs> so I guess long-suffering Tigers fan, Mongface. And with no Mongface, I mean, it's hardly surprising. Um, thanks very much for the review, sir. And uh, yeah, if you haven't given us a review, drop Fantastic. one. It only takes a bit. Or a rating even. You know, throwing a rating on is great. Mm. Uh, all that sort of stuff helps uh, old, old, old shows like us uh, remain current at the top of the uh, iTunes charts and easy for people to discover. Supercoach, the pool sharks are still up the door. Oh, no, they, they've taken the top oh. by fucking, oh, by 22 points. And considering teams have scored over 22,000 at this stage, that's a fucking small margin. Yes. The Wendells, the Pose, they're in second now. Then we go Bobbers, NZ underscore Magpie 54, Dave's Doggies, Ram and Robbo, Too Much Tuners, I've Seagulls, Silver Foxes, and Far Q All. Tipping, Whitey maintains a one-point lead on the competition ahead of David Kingston and Lemon. Three points back, we have Desi's Ducks. Another point back, we have Bulldog, Wixie, JB, SNS, Marla. Two points back, we have Freako9, Matthew Bell, and John Zambelli. There are so some now, tough games this week. And now we've got a, there's a three-point gap between third and fourth. And uh, so I think, th- I, I think it's almost, unless there's some ridiculous outrageous upsets that happen to be picked by people in the lower half of the top 10. I think that breakaway group now, the winner is going to come from there and uh, yeah, it's, it's anyone's game. Three people, one point apart. Mm. Um, that's it for this week and um, uh, the, uh, the the plus two hour truthers will be happy to, to get a win for the first time in a little while. But <laughs> thoroughly unintentional. But um of course, don't forget to listen to This Week in MMA if you're into that sort of thing and uh, on iTunes, of course, and Rocks and Diamonds podcast also on iTunes. Uh, both of those ones released later in the week. Uh, this Week in MMA will release probably Thursday night, Friday, and uh, Rocks and Diamonds will release probably Friday evening. And uh, yeah, get around both of those if you're into pop culture or MMA. And uh, yeah, that's it. See you next week. See you next week, folks.